Hey now! It's your boy PSA Sitch here with a super special Wednesday stream. Yeah, what's going oh my on? God. Look at How that. We, what's happening here? With everyone's favorite chat GPT made into a real person, Adam Friended. Oh, wow. Is that a <laughs> dig? Is that like a Rama Swami dig you did on me? Who did yes. that? Who did yes. the Rama? Oh, it was Chris Christie. Chris Christie, yeah. Right. We'll talk about that. Well, you know, you want to be a robot, so I figured it made the most sense. Yeah, it, it does, logically. But, I mean, obviously, I would have done some laser vision on that motherfucker and <laughs> actually dealt with his weight issue by wow. cutting off a couple arms and legs. Wow. Okay, we'll get it. We'll talk about Look that. Look at that. I've got, I'm channeling my inner Ramaswamy. Oh, no. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about, okay. So, I guess here, maybe we'll talk about this. Should we give our overall impressions and then we'll go through it piece by piece? Does that make sense? It, sure, if you want to do that. I okay. was... Like I was telling Sitch before this began, I feel like I was taking way too detailed notes and kind mm. of overlooking the the, the broad st strokes of it. I did obviously there at the very beginning, like Christy boos were noticeable <laughs> to me. Uh, I did one of the things that I did notice because I was going through and trying to look at where people were really appealing to moral intuition. So I was kind of yeah. looking for where are my moral intuitions firing off here? Mm -hmm. And I was noticing a, like, oh, the moral richness of a Republican debate just seems so much stronger than a Democratic debate. I feel like the Democrats often do not hit on the moral intuitions as much as Republicans do. And uh, I just, I felt like that hmm. was really, uh, just really an interesting dynamic. It seemed like everybody was uh, dragging in, obviously, liberty when they're talking about states issues, obviously a lot of care uh, for the vulnerable when you're talking about abortion, a lot of care for the vulnerable when they kept bringing up the fentanyl stuff. Oh, these are American, hmm. like, tearjerker type stuff right uh even in the ukraine situation i think christy said you know i went to ukraine and i saw this and he starts talking about you know the rapes and the murders yes. and stuff yes. that's all just care 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 what you always think of republicans is la lacking any sort of compassion whatsoever but i you can't watch this debate and think oh well that they're not hitting those those caring for the vulnerable buttons they totally are so I think that that was super interesting to me, and I was noticing a lot more, uh, probably because the people we're doing exchanges with in recent days are, you know, obviously pumping this Republican stereotype. So that's why I was uh, more aware of it. So hmm. a lot of that stuff was going on. Uh, obviously, there was um, some interesting exchanges between Ramaswamy and Pence and Haley. And we'll obviously we'll talk about that more around Ukraine and around January 6th. And my big takeaway from that was nobody's punching DeSantis. <laughs> like DeSantis, <laughs> DeSantis is in first place here. And everyone is just kind of like attacking each other. And DeSantis is kind of keeping his hands clean there. You're right. I, I didn't even notice that. DeSantis yeah. totally did like the cartoon, like step into the background slowly. <laughs> yeah. Homer like going into the bush as like as like everyone beats the crap out of Vivek. Right. You know? I yeah. was like, what are you guys doing? Fighting for third place here? Like the guy, <laughs> the guy in the middle of the stage is the one you're supposed to be attacking. So I do think Ramaswamy and even I don't know if you listen to the middle the 
commentators in between, but even one of the commentators said it and I was thinking it and I was like, oh, that's not good. It's, it's not good when, when me, like a, a middle-aged man and, uh, older woman are thinking the same thing about a candidate. It was that frat boy type mentality that Ramaswamy had that I just, I don't, I, I don't know how that plays. Hmm. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's definitely like, for me, it was a bad thing. And for her, it was a bad thing. But I don't know if that helps him in the long run. Obviously, it's I have some humility in my own feelings. Right. I don't, to me, he doesn't really have frat boy energy. Like the way, like when you, when you say frat boy energy, I think of someone like Hassan, who's like an idiot. <laughs> just seems like a dude, bro. Like, I, so I don't. There was some that. dude bro going on. I didn't. I did not feel. definitely some dude bro going on. I felt more like not like a frat boy energy, more like young um, Silicon Valley entrepreneur energy, okay. which may be sort of like where the crossover lies. I mean, I, I think the fact that he is so young will hurt or looks so young. Um, well, that came like, up what, too. Yeah, thirty nine, I think, or th he's like, yeah, yeah I think he's like he said he was born in nineteen eighty five. So I don't right. Know. Yeah. So I do think that will definitely hurt him a lot. Um, I mean, first of all, none of these people have a chance, in my opinion, unless Trump gets arrested or drops out or something anyway. Um, <laughs> so it doesn't matter, but, but it's very interesting. What you point out was very fascinating about how no one is punching DeSantis. They're all going after Vivek. And I think yeah. there's two reasons for this. The first is, so in the beginning of the debate, Vivek did extremely well in his opening statement. He killed it in his first couple of responses. He killed it. He came out super high energy, super charismatic, made everyone else look like they were just kind of like, uh, atom like automaton politicians giving like politician answers, but he made this huge misstep where he very early in the debate said that everyone else on the stage but him is bought and paid for. Well, that did not okay. go over well. <laughs> yeah, so he immediately like like just he just took out like like a bag of like dog poop and just threw it at every other person on stage for no reason, and then for the rest of the debate he has this massive target on his back because of that. Right, but then. I think he also had a massive target on his back because just, and this is kind of what's interesting to me, I think intuitively they all knew on stage this is like the person to beat because he was the most energetic right out of the gate. Because he is, I mean, he's definitely running as I am Trump Jr. If Trump cannot, you know, uh, win or drops out, I will be the most Trump-like candidate. He definitely was kind of channeling that I'm an, a Washington outsider. I'm going to kick over the table. He was literally saying that we're, that he's going to bring revolution, right? Like I all know. the other candidates are kind of like <laughs> talking about like- is out the door. Yeah, like all the other candidates are like literally talking about, you know, uh, you know, kind of being more conservative. And he's like, no, screw your conservativeness. You know, there's a revolution is coming. There's a very interesting part in the debate where Pence cites Ronald Reagan as like steady the course kind of going back hearkening to like traditional conservatism and he then vivek later cites ronald reagan as like the revolution to like change to bring in the country so this is very fascinating wow um i didn't pick up on that contradiction but you're right yeah but i but it was interesting and we'll talk about when we get into the specifics i think vivek definitely you know he has a very strong start i think in the second half he totally tripped over his own shoelaces and got beat up by everyone else, especially when it came to foreign policy. And I'm not just saying that because I personally disagree with his, his foreign policy stance very strongly, but I think he gave very weak answers uh, in that part of the debate. 
But going back to what you said in the beginning, when you talk about like kind of the richness of the moral foundations on display, I don't know if I would say it's like like richness compared to a democratic debate as opposed to variety. There's more obviously there's a more variety of the different moral foundations that every individual person is going to be triggering. Um, I think in these debates, a lot of like when people front load their answers with a lot of policy prescriptions, I think that's always a huge mistake. A huge mistake in these debates. At least that's how it reads to me. Policy Cause prescriptions because they're just flat. Well, yeah, it's just it's flat. It's kind of like oh, I don't know what any of this stuff means. Like, you can kind of like throw out something like really quick, like a cup, you know, something that can fit in like a short sentence, and say like I'm gonna do X, I'm gonna do Y, blah 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 blah, blah. and that's about it. But when the people would go into like these very specific things with the policy prescriptions, you know, it's like I, you know, who does anyone know or care what they're talking about? Um, overall, so. So I said uh, Vivek, I definitely think he's running as Trump Jr. I think DeSantis was running as he's trying to run as like half Trump Jr. and half of your classic conservative in that. Who's that? DeSantis. DeSantis. Okay. He's trying to have like one foot in each uh, right, slot right. here. He is kind of doing um, that. Yeah. And it's interesting. Like he, he did better than I expected charisma wise like he wasn't quite at you know he he succeeded he wasn't at wet cardboard level of charisma um <laughs> i kept thinking robot ron the whole time i'm like why why isn't anyone nicknamed him robot ron that's a great one that's so perfect <laughs> robot ron you just you just did it right there even he, even in the end i mean he's just like yes. oh my god i'm like this His guy looks like an animatronic yeah. fucking well, wax did you figure notice? Did you notice what his strategy was for trying to have charisma? No. What was it? His strategy is to be angry. Oh, okay. And it, and it like sort of like that was his strategy. Like if you, if you go back and you listen, it's just him like kind of like yelling and saying, this is what we need to do. Joe Biden, bad. Me, good. Florida. I did good thing in Florida. Like that's his strategy to kind of seem like he has a personality. And it like kind of works a little <laughs> None bit. None of it seemed authentic to me, man. I know. None I agree with it. you. I'm saying like, okay, I'm comparing <laughs> where he was to where he is. Okay. okay so, so there's, we're grading on the curve now. <laughs> right. This improvement. Like overall, it's still bad. He's still robot Ron. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. he's, you know, he's not quite into the realm of humanity yet. Okay. Just, <laughs> he still has some bugs to work out. It's such a... I think, you know, obviously Ramaswamy has gone into all these contentious podcasts and whatnot. Robot Ron could have done better, I think, if he would have done that sort of thing, just to kind of get um, mm -hmm. more more human interaction, more learning. more. <laughs> he needs more machine learning. His, his more, model needs to be trained. Exactly. More machine learning with actual people, I think, could have helped Robot Ron, you know, dial in a better performance here. Well, it's so. funny because Chris Christie called Vivek ChatGPT, which right. obviously that should have been levied at DeSantis. Yes, yeah. Um, I didn't even really understand what Chris Christie meant by lit, like by throwing that at at uh, Vivek because he yeah, didn't, didn't seem either. to me like he was having very. I mean, he was having. I guess you could say he had kind of like maybe canned rhetorical answers, but I don't know, just did not come off as very robotic to me. So the that insult, I just I don't know. I didn't really understand what he was going for there. But going back to the census for a second, I think I mean, you know, assuming obviously everything changes every debate or whatever. But like if, if this debate actually has any impact on anyone's opinions or the polling, you're gonna I think you're gonna have Vivek and DeSantis have a huge bump from this and they're gonna be kind of or like relative huge bump. Because obviously I think Trump's still going to be way ahead. 
they're going to be kind of the two of them are going to be running as like the Trump alternatives and the, you know, in case the king is taken out, right? Then you're going to have the two spares kind of battling it out uh, between right. the two of them. Right. Um, so, okay. So then, so Pence was very interesting. Um, Pence did way better than I thought he would do. I thought Pence was going to be like, like, I'm going to fall asleep. I'm going to, you know, every time he opens his mouth, people are just going to die out of boredom. But he actually, it's very interesting. Pence is the best, in my opinion, is like, he's like Coke classic. Okay. He's like the best at kind of getting that classic Republican politician energy. You know, that old 1980s, 1990s, George W. Bush, you know, compassionate conservative, you know, still war hawk. You know, classic, you know, he was saying God like every fucking two seconds oh, in his I answers. Know. I He's know. literally talking about like, I took an oath to God in the Bible. And, you know, that's why I told Trump to fuck off, you know, and didn't throw out the electors. So he had a oh, good. That part, he had a, was, that part was so amazing. He had a good, he had a really actually a good way to frame it. He'd obviously workshop this where he said, you know, he didn't have the right to, to throw out the slate so that Trump could be president just as Kamala Harris doesn't have the right to do that and make Biden president. So that was kind of a good way to frame it so that in case people wouldn't be mad. Right. At I, I should clarify. I don't mean amazing as in I think anyone did an amazing job on the January 6th portion. I meant amazing in every single prediction Adam made about Pence's strategy for winning the election <laughs> came true I in that, agree in that, that section. Okay. What are you talking about? We, You and I argued about... Look, you said Pence isn't even running. I was like, bullshit, he's not you're running. Right. You're right. No, you're right about that. But you, you're saying that you thought he didn't do it purely as a cynical thing because he thought it would hurt his ability to run for president. I don't agree with that. Well, hold on a second. I I said that when he runs for president, he's yep. going to make this bid that, you know, I put the lo- my loyalty to America above my loyalty to Donald Trump. Well, he's going to have that's to do that. There's no Exactly what he did. No, no, yeah, but there's, okay, but he, okay. He's not he, like he's going to come out and say, "I am the savior Stop. of America." Wait, wait, wait! wait. I <laughs> saved us from a constitutional crisis. I, I don't think he's. I don't think Pence. Okay, my disagreement was, I don't think Pence is going to go out there and run on that. If he's asked the question, I agree with you. He's going to frame it that they way. They devoted a whole section to it, but he it wasn't him. It was they're asking the questions. He has to respond to those. But every, the question was framed around Pence's performance on yes, January Yes, the, the, the question that he was asked and everyone asked was, do you agree with Pence not throwing the, the vote out? Right? But he doesn't have before, control. Like, obviously, he doesn't have control of that. So you're, the way you're saying that he would frame it, I agree with you. That's the strongest framing. And so obviously, that's what he's going to do. I just don't agree that he's going to run out there and like run on that position. That's a losing strategy. He's going to run on the fact that he didn't throw the vote out. I mean, that's basically the centerpiece of his platform right now. But let's hold on. I don't want to interrupt your overall things. We'll we'll talk about that okay. more when we get to the so well. Anyway, January so 6th what I was going to say about Pence was so I think I think Pence shockingly did the best at like really channeling the classic conservative Republican energy. I don't think he has a ghost chance in hell though, because <laughs> Why? because in the current atmosphere that we exist in, okay. No one, I don't think anyone in the Republican Party wants that classic Republican energy. They want the Vivek revolution. revolutionary energy, populist energy, or the DeSantis sort of populist revolutionary energy. I don't think they want, you know, George W. Bush again or Ronald Reagan again. I don't think they want that stuff. Right. 
So you you think DeSantis is doing the half and half? Yeah, he's like I'm yes. half revolutionary, half yes. classic Republican. Yeah, he's like, listen, if you want someone who's kind of like Trump, but you're a little too scared to go with Vivek over here, who's saying crazy <laughs> ass shit. Okay, like I'm your man. That's pretty pretty cool. Do you agree with 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 that assessment? Yeah, I mean, it's okay. yeah, that seems pretty on the money. I just I don't know if. DeSantis is going to have enough human interaction to update his <laughs> operating system. Oh, to I was actually, just saying, to, to yeah, get us there. Regarding, see, I don't, I don't agree with you in terms of that. I don't think DeSantis's problem is that he hasn't gone on these talk shows the way Vivek has. I think if he went on those talk shows, he would just come off as angry and grumpy. Okay, <laughs> I don't, I don't think he can really change much at this point. I feel like that's just who he is, and it's the same thing with Vivek. And this is actually one of my big criticisms, criticisms of Vivek. He's actually kind of running on something that's thematically hypocritical, which is that he's sort of running on this idea that there's a shared American identity that everyone can unify around, which I like. But then he's also running on all these like really extreme, like it's like extreme possible internet right wing positions of like, we need to get rid of the Fed and we need to get rid of the Department of Education and fuck right. Ukraine. And like, he's like going through like all like the most like populist right wing positions you have. That's a great point. And I just, I don't think that melds with sort of this moderate, we need a shared American identity stance because those right. seem kind of contradictory. And it kind of makes, to me anyway, it comes off as like, I don't know, even though I think he's the most charismatic and he comes off in the way he speaks as the most authentic, what he's saying my intellectual level makes me sort of doubt the sincerity. Like, is he just saying these things to get elected? I don't know if I trust that he actually believes any of this stuff. Um, you know, he's had this kind of problem where he's been kind of trying to be kind of pro-Trump, even though he said anti-Trump things in the past. So I do, I don't know if people will pick up on it, but I pick up on it that I think he has a, a credibility problem. Right. That's a um, that's a strange yeah. thing because in this day and age, I honestly don't know if that matters. I don't know if the contradictions, if people really care about the contradictions, or if they even really keep track of them. So they I, I do. I mean, I agree yeah. with what you're saying. Right. Well, <laughs> okay. yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone will pick up on it the way that I'm picking up on it because just the, his presentation is so good that it's not really like you have to really be looking for it. I think. Okay, well, let's move on to Haley. What's uh, what's your take on Haley? Um, oh, and actually, one last thing about Vivek. It's interesting, I, like his positions are so like extreme that it'll be good for the primary, but like theoretically, if Trump gets arrested or something, can't run, I think his extreme positions will hurt him in the general. And I don't know if he can succeed in the general by taking these very strong stances. Right. So. I don't think he has any plans of getting to the general. So, yeah, I mean, that's possible. He could be running for a Trump uh, admin position, you know, someone right you know, secretary of state or something you know, which or i think he's pretty much already secured uh, yeah, trump is looking agree. for loyalists and he's out there saying i'm the trump i'm, the I'm gonna party trump, trump on day one yeah yeah exactly oh my god <laughs> he's all, yeah he's yeah. got some he's in the cabinet for sure he's yeah, already yeah, won yeah. is uh, that Nikki, is that a good yeah. thing or a bad thing because i'm i'm good, well, good in what sense i mean i don't think it's a good thing but it's a yeah good thing exactly for, for, for his personal running it's a good thing you know Oh man! I think that's what the I think that's Trump what the cabinet stacked with lo loyalists. Like, I mean, if yeah, I don't, if I don't if Vivek is in Pence's situation, like that would have been a good question. Ooh. Vivek, if you're in Pence's situation, what do you do? You know, I was I was actually upset because so one of the questions, if you guys didn't watch it, one of the questions was Brett Brett Bear basically asked each candidate, yeah, did they support 
Pence what, throwing Pence out the is, vote or not. Yeah. You know who didn't answer that question? Vivek. Vivek. That was yeah. the one person I was super curious to see what his yep. answer was. And he didn't yeah. answer it. And I was like, no, they didn't ask him. I was so pissed at them. They didn't ask him. I was like, how is the one person on the panel who's simping? How did he escape Trump? it? I know. Yeah, you didn't ask him that specific question. So I'm curious. Maybe someone will ask him that in the future. But there was a lot of dodging going on. A oh, yeah. A lot yes. of dodging. So yes. DeSantis but... was dodgy DeSantis tonight. <laughs> Robot Ron, Dodge, Dodge DeSantis. <laughs> the Dodge protocol lined up very well. Okay. All right, Haley, what's your overall on Haley? We'll just uh, go through the I, yeah. candidates real we'll quick, the and then we'll move on to the what happened, the, the specifics. Yeah. Um, I think she did. She did better than I I thought she would do. Um, however, she just, I just, she's not. She she kind of cited being a girl boss. <laughs> she did. She went full girl boss, and I'm like. This is a Republican primary. I don't know why you're going girl boss. It just doesn't seem to make sense to me that you're gonna unless she thinks that she's gonna kind of run for like uh, VP. Though she did take a shot at Trump um, at one point, which was kind of interesting. Um, even though she kind of defended him and took a shot at him, so it's kind of interesting. But I just unless here's my thought process with the girl power thing. She wants to run as Trump's vice president, and she thinks you know the Republican Party has a a woman issue woman voter issue so she wants to like uh shore up that fill that void yeah right that's the only thing i could think of most people think trump is going to pick a female vice president so nikki haley's probably Mm -hmm. definitely in the running yeah maybe maybe um but she's just i feel like she's missing that like say that wasn't happening and she's running for president she's missing that spark i think to to win the the primary right the the her final statement was comical to me. I dropped my husband off in Iraq, and now I'm coming back to run the country. Yeah, it's like what? What is happening here? Yeah, so, with her none of their closing statements were particularly good, in my opinion. No, but, no. Um, and so, well, it was weird too, because like I it, like her strategy only makes sense to me if she's running for vice president. But her first answer out of the gate was she blamed Trump for raising the debt. You're right. And yeah. I was like, that's so strange to me. What's going on here? Well, she blamed everyone for raising the debt. She said everyone on the stage has collaborated in raising the debt ceiling. Yeah, but why Why throw that at Trump? I don't know. why. We just did a stream on MMT. Why is anyone talking about that? I mean, that's true. <laughs> okay. So, you're, Tim, you're, Tim Scott. Which your obviously, fan, Adam's favorite, Tim Scott. Tim Scott. Okay. As I call him, Look, Tim Snoo. <laughs> okay, Tim Scott. I, I can't believe he actually said, you know, I'm I'm slow. What? What the, What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I thought that, ex- I disagree. I thought that exchange was pretty good. What are you that was, doing? Um, Don't call yourself slow. You're on a fucking inter-Republican debate. He, he, I thought he did that well. The the context was, you know, they were trying to like you have to answer right. these Speed questions. Speed him up, yes. And really he's like, quick. I talk slow, and he's like, I'm a southern, I'm a southern boy, so I talk slow or something, you know. So I thought it was, you know, it was folksy and charming. I have no problem with that. The thing that I kept thinking, you know, I'm trying to look for the silver lining because I made a a prediction that Tim Scott would be picked as the vice president. He which, still could be. I'm I'm a little shaky on, but I did the <laughs> okay. silver. The silver lining I was looking at was yeah. okay. They always try to pick a snooze fest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I said. For vice president. Yes, exactly. 
But I just, I, the vice president usually is a defender of the, of the president. Mm-hmm. And who needs a defender more than Donald J. Trump? <laughs> I mean, let's be I agree. honest here. He's not. Yeah. He's not going to. He's not like the pit bull vice president can't choice. Right. You know? Yeah. But, but I don't he, know if you. I don't know if you need that with Trump because Trump is his own pit bull. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and Scott. Scott is, uh, you know, obviously going to help them out with the the, the, racist stereotype. So. Well, okay. Here's, I think, Tim Scott's problem. So, and a theoretical Nikki Haley vice president. I do think she could maybe help get some uh, women voting with her girl bossness. I don't think Tim Scott's going to help with the black vote. Right. And I'll tell you why. Not only is he really boring, okay, um, but he sounds almost exactly like Chappelle's impression of a white guy. (laughs) Or... Like in the Key and Peele sketch where they're like doing like the black conservatives and they're all wearing like the blue jean outfits. Like like he like it's he has that exact tone of voice. It's uncanny. I was like, I just couldn't shake from my mind. I could just hear Chappelle doing his like white guy impersonation the whole every time he would speak. And I was like, oh, oh wow. my God, it's so right. bad. Yeah, I think Trump is going to go with a female vice president to shore yeah. up with the women also to deal with the. He's a sexist. The sexist yeah. allegations, charges, right. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. All right. Maybe. Let's let's move on to Chris Christie, the the guy who was supposed to be the bulldog, but I mean, I feel like he he wasn't biting as much as predicted. He's interesting because he has like he's like has two modes. So when he's just talking normally, like he's asked a question, he just responds to it. He has such low energy. Kind of like shocking. He's obviously, you know, he's fat. Like, like in his intro statement, he sounded like the fat guy who had walked too far and now is out of print. <laughs> I was so, just kind of surprised. That's so sad. He was so low energy in his introduction. I was like, what? The, what is going on here? And there's a very interesting psychological thing happening that I don't know if anyone picked up on. Whenever he was just asked a question directly, he's just responding to the moderator. He had very low energy answers and very low energy just all around, but. When he would, st- even when he was attacking Trump, like who's not even there, he, like, he, yeah, he, like, he went, he did go hard after Trump, but he still had like kind of low energy. But when he would attack Vivek or someone on stage, suddenly he like is awake again. He's like alive. He's like a real person all of a sudden. So I'm like, what the fuck? What does it say about his character that he's only energized when he's like in a conflict with a person like, like 10 feet away from him? He's got to save power, man. He goes into <laughs> sleeper mode. <laughs> Oh what is he gonna do? I just, I, to me, it's psychologically like, so weird. It's like, oh, he's talking about something. You know, he's running for president. He's talking about some policy. He's like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but then when he's like attacking someone on stage, he's like, I'm so energized. I was like, what's going on here? Is he just live for the battle? Like, what's happening? Those attacks wind him. His his biggest moment was obviously on the the Trump stuff. He got audible boos in the beginning yeah. of his speech it, yes. well, in the very beginning of the debate like when they introduced him so i was like oh wow they really don't like chris christie but then i mean i thought super they were booed later yes yeah when the trump stuff came up and he was basically saying you know we got to hold trump accountable i thought the people were going to start throwing chairs man mm-hmm. it's it just everyone in the auditorium was obviously on a huge hate fest for chris well, christie actually the, the interesting thing was the his 
there was a time where literally they, he had to stop because he was getting booed so hard. Yes. <laughs> but it was they turned that, around to the audience and told him to shut up. Yes, yes. But it was interesting. That wasn't because he was attacking Trump. Mm-hmm. It was because he was attacking Vivek. Really? Yes. Was that was, during um, the Trump exchange? It, it was, um, I have it in my notes. Uh, Vivek said Trump is the best president in the 21st century. Oh, yes. I remember. Yes. And then he and then he attacked Chris Christie and said, um, Chris is a hypocrite claiming Trump is running on vengeance and anger since Chris is since Chris Christie's whole campaign is based on anger and vengeance against Trump, which is pretty funny. And said, if you want to see, oh, Vivek, this is he, this is when Vivek was still doing good. He had a killer line. He said, if you want to see bashing of Trump, change the channel to MSNBC. I'm not running for president of MSNBC. Yeah, that was good. And then Chris, Chris. So I guess. He was so I guess the context was it was about Trump. It was all about defending Trump. And then Chris Christie said Vivek makes him laugh. And he started insulting him for kind of defending Trump. And that's when the booze just like erupted out of out of the arena. So that Trump line that Ramaswamy delivered, Trump is the best president of the twenty first <laughs> century. I just yeah. I couldn't get Trump's smile out of my head when he mm -hmm. said that like i just imagined trump in front of the tv just right. smiling from ear to ear well that really gives the game away that he's running for either trump alternative or um in trump's cabinet because obviously if you say trump is the best president in the 21st century it's like well, why would anyone vote for you then over trump you literally said he was the best president i just i find it hard to believe that a one-term president is the best president. <laughs> I'm, I just, you know, uh -huh. I mean, that seems like a wild claim to me. Sure, sure. You know, well, everyone's I mean, he's, entitled he's, their own opinion, obviously. But well, he's trying to, you know, he's trying to get all the Trump energy in case Trump, you know, gets arrested or something. Of course, of course. But you, you mentioned Ramaswamy had a bit of a credibility problem, and I think that yeah. that it's things well, like that that kind of scream yeah but that's not going to pick up to that's not going to be picked up by trump supporters they're not going to see it at all of course they believe him they totally accept that yeah An another really fascinating thing to me is that you saw like the last couple of days all these attacks on on vivek mm -hmm. recently in the media and i really seems like to me that like there was a concern that people thought he was going to do really well in the debate so they were trying to kind of like beat him up before the debate. And now that he was on the stage and you saw everyone kind of go after him. It, it's interesting to me because it shows that like, I think intuitively people hear him talk and they know he's a threat. Like, I don't think he can maybe yeah, he's win. Smart. Yeah. yeah, he's smart. He's charismatic. He's very quick witted. Um, and he says what people want to hear. And he's very, he's very tuned into the pulse or at least the internet pulse of the Republican party. I don't know what the normie pulse is, but he's very tuned into the internet Republican party pulse. And just basically saying everything they want to hear. Um, I don't think he said a single thing that that the internet Republicans would not, the internet yeah, Trump supporters would not wanted to hear. He's an in um, the Fed guy. Yes, but he's very so he he is a he is a massive threat. I think, and I think people are are seeing that because even if he loses, I don't think he's not Andrew Yang. He's not a person who I think will disappear. You know, if, if the Democrats win and he gets nothing out of this, I, he will keep. I think you'll see him around in politics for a while. That'd be my guess. Oh yeah, yeah. He's cementing his place, definitely. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we can just sp skip Burgum and 
Hutchinson. Who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The people that had to give out gift cards to get into this, you know. I just, I, why did they do that? They I don't could, know. It could have been so much more interesting. If what they a waste of time. Cut two people out of it. But yeah. I guess, you know, politics, right? Complete waste. Complete. Yeah, there are two candidates. If you don't watch it, there are two candidates you've never heard of. One was the governor of North Dakota. One, I don't even know who he was. One of them, I think, literally got in because they had like promised to give people $20 gift certificates if they supported yeah. his campaign. Or he something. paid $20 for a $1 donation on his website. People were like, <laughs> and there was some like questions. I was like, is this legal? This seems like this should not be legal. And the reason he did that was because you had to have a certain number of yeah, unique 40, donators. Yeah, to get into the debate in the first place. So. Um, but they were both incredibly boring and no one will care about them and they'll fade off out of this debate. Right. I have no clue why they were even one, running or what their thought process was. But going back to Christie for a second. So it's interesting because Christie did come out hard against Trump. Um, and he also came out really like pretty hard against like kind of like the Trump MAGA populist energy, which I mean, it's interesting because I really don't like Chris Christie because I think he is corrupt. But it's weird because then I like I'm like, well, I mean, I give him credit for seeming to be to have integrity because like I don't know why anyone would do this if they want to win. So like what what is the thought? What is his thought process there? Well, I think it is to fight against the corruption charges. Like if he actually got into the general election, they would start bringing up all the bridge closures in New Jersey. Remember all the corrupt shit he yes. did? Of course. That's why I don't like him. Yeah. Right. So if he actually made it to the general he could say look i i have a, a had a change of heart now i have integrity now look i i believe trump is a danger to the democracy and america and look i have to be not corrupt to save america yeah but that's what's weird too because like he was definitely running on the i'm the law and order candidate when it's like well you were literally known for being corrupt which is strange but just right. i just i don't see how I, I cannot conceive of a version of reality where Chris Christie running hard against Trump nets him the Republican nomination. Right. Of course not. He's not going to be nominated. So I don't what's know. the plan? Well, for all I know, he's being paid by... Look, he's corrupt. <laughs> for yeah, all I know, I he's, know being, he's being yeah. paid under the table by someone at Fox News that doesn't like Trump. Like he's he, Hunter Biden is paying Chris Christie. It's not Hunter Biden, but the okay. But Fo it, Fox News, yeah. I think, doesn't like Trump. Obviously, Fox News. Rupert wanted, Murdoch doesn't like it. Yeah, either. Rupert Murdoch specifically. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So he doesn't like Trump. He wants. He wanted DeSantis, but now I think he has buyer's remorse on DeSantis. So he's I think Chris Christie is probably there because Rupert Murdoch is mm -hmm. giving him a call and said, "Listen." fuck this guy up in the debates. <laughs> but I don't think it's going to, it's just, I don't think it's going to work. I don't, I'm not sure it will work. Him just saying Trump is corrupt and sucks. I don't know if, is that going to do anything? Is anyone on the Republican side going to go, yay? Because right now all the Democrats are like fawning over Chris Christie. And I'm like, okay, that's just going to make him less appealing to Republicans. Well, this is, this is the interesting thing from a moral foundations perspective, because we are really, the real debate is over the loyalty. Like, are you placing your loyalty on Trump or are you placing your loyalty on the Constitution, America, this right. idea? And a lot of that depends upon if you think 
you know, Trump was a threat to American democracy or or the Constitution, which I'm not sure a lot of people accept that. Obviously, the people, do, yeah. yeah, obviously the people who support Trump don't accept that. The never well, that, Trumpers yeah. do accept that, right? But I don't know if they're going to make a tangible difference in the in the primary. They will definitely make a difference in the general. But that's but, the problem: is that I, I mean, I agree with you in the primary. I don't think the overwhelming majority of Republicans do not see it as that dichotomy of loyalty to Trump versus loyalty to America. I don't think they see it that way. So I don't think. Uh, Pence or Chris Christie would gain anything by taking that position. The only Pence, assuming that Pence did literally take that position. In he the did. Debate, he though. did. Right. But I don't think it's going to work for him. Right. Um, the only like assuming Chris Christie isn't being paid by Rupert Murdoch asylum. Okay. Assuming this is like he he actually thinks he can win. The only thing I could possibly think of 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 his thought process from like a cynical perspective is. He thinks that Trump is going to get convicted for something before the election and will go to jail. And when he that happens, he thinks that the public opinion will turn against Trump. Will tank, yeah. And tank, and he will be the one candidate who said, hey, who I was against it. Trump from the beginning. All these right. other people, they were all bowing down and kissing his ring, but not me. And so then he would be the clear choice. That's the right. only thing I could think of, of. I don't think that will happen, by the way. But I think that's the only possible thing I could conceive of, of like a plan that would make sense. It's good. It is good. Yeah. Definitely the, everything Ramaswamy said looks completely different in that scenario. Obviously, like if he's backing President Trump as the greatest president of all human history, yeah. and <laughs> then all of a sudden <laughs> Trump is in a jail cell. Uh, as the October surprise, it looks so, like those statements come off a bit differently there. Yeah, but I, I could see Trump... Christie. Look, I always say all these guys are egomaniacs and they do actually believe that they could become president. I think that is a logical thing that Christie could be thinking. Well, but even if, even if Trump gets arrested, okay, say the trial happens before the election, um, which, you know, is actually interesting. The trial, the the Florida, or I guess it's federal, the federal case that's in Florida, the documents case, one of the other people who's charged has asked for a speedy trial, which right. would, which is interesting because Trump was asking for it to be delayed for like two years. <laughs> so, so um, and apparently, I don't know the exact specifics, but apparently him asking for the speedy trial, it's like he, they have to do it. It's not really a question. Wow. Okay. Um, And so that would kind of, I think, force the trial to take place, I believe this year. Uh, now, so which would mean that Trump would have to try to Trump could attempt to separate himself so that he gets to be tried different, like separately from this guy. Wow. I don't know if that will happen or not, but um, okay. so that's a whole interesting thing we can talk about. But even if Trump gets theoretically convicted and arrested on any of these charges, I just I don't I think people will turn away from him, but I don't think it's going to be massive. Like, I don't think there's gonna be some big wave of support. I don't think like, you know, hundred percent, I don't even think 70% of Trump supporters would turn against Trump if he got arrested. So I don't think that Chris Christie strategy that I just made up in my head would possibly be an avenue to success. I think if Trump is arrested, my gut tells me his support goes up. <laughs> it just really, okay. I don't, yeah, I think the loyalty, I, don't agree, but... I think the loyalty is just too strong, too strong. Uh, so the I don't 
I didn't write down the opening question. Was it just, you know, what is your pitch to be president? Well, hold on, let, me read, let me read the $20 Super Chats first, and then we'll go over the specifics. Okay. Uh, Twitter sucks. Our surrogate got uncle. Thanks so much. Says, hold on. I can sum this up in one Super Chat. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and that's and where it sucks. ends. <laughs> and then Twitter sucks gives another $20. Thank you, Twitter sucks. Says, uh, Chris Haley. I'm a woman. Vivek, literal Russian agent. <laughs> Chris Christie. You sound like chat GPT. Pence doesn't know how long 30 seconds is. Oh, no, he uh, doesn't. Hutchinson, conservative Bernie Sanders. Scott, more exciting Ben Carson. Well, that is true. And that's not saying a lot. Wow. Everything else, forgettable. I mean, that's that's not, none of that's untrue. I'll say that. None of that's untrue. I found okay. the exchange on Ukraine pretty interesting. Yes. And we'll get because that, that was really the isolationist verse, versus the... The neocon. Amer yeah, the neocon America yeah. world police. Yes. Yeah. Pop, look at base Pence over here. I didn't expect this. Base Pence coming out as Team America world Team police. America. I know. All oh the way. Oh, my God. He all literally said peace through strength. And he, he like did. He grabbed his fist. He raised it up. I was just imagining. It was like you could hear he was wearing a, like a leather glove. And you could hear it go like... Because he's like crushes <laughs> the enemies of America. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, Dark Biden's got nothing on on this guy. Yes, Pence is like, geez, he was really channeling that like neoconservative George W. Bush energy. Yeah. Okay. Well, he was there through all of that. He was what, obviously. But... What is the so? What was the? Do you remember the opening question? I do. I do. Okay. So actually, it's really hilarious. If you guys didn't see it, so the opening question was. The Richmond North. Oh, Richmond you're right. Song. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> they literally played the Richmond North the Richmond song like 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 20 seconds of it as the opening question. <laughs> so the first so the first section was on the economy. Well, okay, so the well the intro was just kind of like on general decline, like whatever that meant mm -hmm. to each candidate. Um Okay. And so I know so my notes I have DeSantis, he said our country's in decline. And he had a good he had a good line. He said we have to send Biden back to the basement. <laughs> yeah. Back to his basement. Oh no, but you're right. Actually, you know, you were correct. It was they asked a specific question about the economic decline. They did, yeah. And they yeah. they linked it to the song. I was like, right. okay, yes. this is totally corny. Why are it, they doing this? It, but uh working yeah. working class woes was kind of the right. theme of right. it. Yeah, exactly. Right. How do we recover from this malaise from Bidenomics? They even said Bidenomics. So. Biden, yep. I yeah. thought, um, so DeSantis went first. I thought his opening was very weak. Even though he had the line that was kind of decent about sending Biden back to his basement, he felt very politician-y energy-wise in what he said, because his three points for how to fix the economy was Biden is corrupt, Congress spends too much money, and he would somehow lower the price of gas. Yeah, energy independence. That that with old some chestnut. was somehow with magic, right? That was, and I just felt like mm, it felt like not not a lot of nothing there, nothing really there to grab onto. He wasn't really. There's no moral foundations to really grab there was. onto either. There was oh, really okay. Well, Fairness, well, yeah, because he Fairness. compared mm -hmm. the working mm -hmm. class guy who's you know working a dumb job and not being able to survive. And Hunter Biden selling his paintings. Oh, you're right. You're right. He did bring up. Wait, getting... was that in the intro? Or was that later? Yeah. No, that was the first question. Yeah. Oh, okay. He, he brought, brought up, up har Biden. the hardworking okay. individual right. versus Hunter Biden selling his paintings, which For, is obviously yeah. a scam. 
mm-hmm. and getting rich and smoking crack. Well, he didn't bring up the smoking crack. But, <laughs> so that that was an appeal to fairness. It's not fair that right. working class people live one way and the rich and powerful politicians live a different way, which really played into the song. And I thought, didn't, yeah. I mean, I mean, look, yeah, it wasn't as good as it could have been. It was only one line, so. Yeah, I think if you're going to try to appeal to, I think when you try to appeal to something moral in these debates, like there has to be a theme. Like if you're not very energetic, I think there has to be a theme that your entire answer plays on. And he just had that one line mixed in with a bunch of other like politician speak. Yep. And so, yeah, I thought his intro was very weak. Yeah. Obviously, uh, then, you know, I'm I'm giving it to him just because. Okay. Cause... okay. <laughs> he tried. Well, the, we yeah. give him the at least you tried award. Is that what you're saying? F- f- fairness, I think, is a I think it's the one thing that appeals to most people, and I do think it's why Trump is such a so good at this, is because mm-hmm. he manages to just intuitively frame everything in terms of fairness. But I do, and I, I'm glad that you've come around to my way of thinking that you really have to hammer at home, make yeah. it crystal clear, hit that thing three times, four times, five times. Well, fairness, fairness, fairness. If you're trying to appeal to a moral intuition, yeah, that's got to be like the central part of your answer. Yes, yeah, yeah. So he opened up with like the nation in decline, which doesn't really touch on any moral foundation. It's like, why am I supposed to care about this? Well, I mean, energy independence is that that's that doesn't touch on any. Well, nation decline does kind of play into like sanctity, you know, degradation. Oh, maybe. Yeah, but it's not. You got to paint a a specific picture. You do. Yeah. Um. So okay. So you, anything else you want to say about his intro? No. Okay. And then uh, next who, was uh, yeah. Chris Christie, who, as I said earlier, he had a very, very awful intro. Very, in my opinion, very low energy. Um, he didn't really give anything specific how to fix the economy. His big selling point in his introduction was that he can work with Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was like, <laughs> I was like Robin Williams meme. I was like, what year is it? Like, is that what you want to run on? You can work well with Democrats. I don't know about that. Um, yeah, that was kind of weird. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Though, then it was interesting. Though he did have a good response after saying work well with Democrats. He threw them under the bus because Brett Baer specifically asked him a follow up, and he said, "Well, you know, you you think you can help the economy, but when you were governor of New Jersey, New Jersey had very high debt." And his right. answer was. It wasn't my fault. It was the three Democratic governors before me. I inherited their mess, and I had to clean it up. And I was like, okay, that's a, a good pivot, I guess. <laughs> so It is a little, um, what about the Democrats? But I Demi, immediately, do, right? of course, of course. The Yeah, it was super weak. He opened up with, you know, we have to really sell our ideas to the American people, not really, you know. Why are you telling mm-hmm. me we have to sell them to the American people? Sell me already. Right, right, <laughs> it's right. It's like, that's a good point. I, yeah. I get it. Uh, it's, it's obvious. Mm-hmm. Then uh, immediately pivoted to the debt, which I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Adam is just triggered. He's like, it's no, just, the what debt. the fuck? Yeah. And that's when he asked the follow up because he's like, we got to fight the debt. And then he's like, well, what about the debt in your state was like off the, off the hook? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. But yeah, uh, they so they start off on the debt, but right. uh, it was his opening statement was totally unimpressive. So right, though I guess he did end it with the he's like I fixed. He claimed I don't know. What he, what yeah, he real. fixed it. Everything's he, great yeah. in New Jersey now. He, yeah, he claimed that he fixed bridge the New finally Jersey. opened up again. It did. He finally got the bridge open. He claimed he fixed the debt in New Jersey by cutting payments to government employees. Oh, they're right. Yeah, he fired a bunch of government employees. 
Which, if you're Republican, I guess you'll like that. I'm just right, like, sure. oh, okay. I if you live in the state of New Jersey, you're probably not voting for Chris Christie. Yeah, I don't know if you're happy about that. So, and then next was uh, Tim Scott. Yeah. Tip, very boring. Very boring. Very yeah. boring. Um, Sh- shrink government. Um, yeah. He voted against spending. Cut taxes. Uh, let very states spend answers, their own yeah. money. Yeah. Right. right. Very I'm like, right. oh my god, it's going to be debt, right. debt, debt. Yep. Yep. Isn't there a debt ceiling? fight coming up or um i think no i think they have to pass a bill they have to pass a continuing budget resolution if they don't pass it the The budget the government shuts down yeah there's like a government shutdown on the table in the next couple of months right which i'm like these motherfuckers (laughs) (laughs) so and then ramaswamy then vivek so is interesting bray uh brett not Brett. Mm-hmm. Brett called him a blank slate, which I thought was kind of interesting. Right. Because <laughs> at first it was interesting. So Brett Bear, who is definitely a bear in this conversation, he was pretty based <laughs> in this conversation, but he called him a blank slate, which like that's very easy to take it as an insult because you're like, he's an unknown quantity. But Vivek very, and this is why Vivek is very good at this. He's very quick. He immediately turned that into a positive because he said, you're right, Brett. I'm not a politician. I'm a businessman. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. He knows how to play the Republican game. Oh my God. That was he, a smooth move. That was a smooth ass answer. And he, his his intro was like, he annihilated it. He killed it. And this is where I think everyone immediately started sharpening their knives towards him because like you could tell everyone else is kind of sleepy Joe energy. Of and course. Then, yeah. Everyone's comes a two. Out. Yep. The vague he- shoots out of the, that opening gate, you know. Yeah. He's and, like um, an 11 immediately. Yes. Yes. Immediately just shows that he isn't like different. He's like, I'm not a politician. I'm a businessman, super charismatic, super energetic. He said he lived the American dream and that he was there to protect the American dream and that we need an outsider. We need an outsider in Washington to come and fix everything. And the crowd just eating this all up. He's going straight, you know, Trump rhetoric uh, 2016. Yeah. Yep, we need new leadership. I'm young and ready to do it. Yep. So very, very strong uh, opening statement. And he didn't, and he did good too because he didn't go into any of the crazy policy shit. Nope. <laughs> it was all just high-minded aspirations. Yeah. Okay. M- American dream type stuff, which right. obviously I like a lot. So Right. And then you hear his actual policies and you go, oh no. <laughs> yeah. The voting <laughs> tests. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> you know what's going to be on that test. How many genders are there? What's Who is the best president <laughs> in the 21st century? Oh, my God. No. All right. Okay. Uh, then Haley came out. Nick Haley. Nikki Haley, yeah. Right. What do you think about her? We I'm need sure. to tell America the truth. Mm-hmm. And then stop spending, stop borrowing the yeah. debt. <laughs> That everyone, old Republican chestnut, yes. Everyone here voted for the debt. I'm responsible. I'm not. I'm going to shrink government. Oh, so stale. Heard it all before. Very boring. I was like, please, can Vivek talk longer? Can we go back to Vivek? Well, it was interesting because except for like Vivek and DeSantis and maybe Christie, like they're all the other Republicans are running on the old Republican platform. It's all just, you've heard a million times, shrink the government, cut spending, lower the debt, you know, 
cut right. taxes. Like all like all the same policies we've heard a million times. Surprisingly, not a lot of people talking about wokeness. DeSantis brought it up, I think, once. Haley and said the word one time. He said Haley it one um, time. Yeah. But not. A, I thought there would be a lot of them pivoting to talk about culture war issues, but no, not. It didn't. Didn't really happen. And I think I think they suffered for it because just a lot of this stuff that I think a lot of Republican voters have heard their whole lives and have gone around sick of. So. Right. Well, I think somebody somewhere did a poll that the inflation was just the number one issue. So that's mm -hmm. why all of these opening statements focused on inflation, the economy, those kinds of things. Right. Wasn't inflation like made like down now? Supposedly, but Supposedly. that never stopped a Republican from talking about runaway That's inflation. True. Yeah. It's a well actually it went up a little bit from last month. It's three point one. Oh, did it? It was two point nine last month. So it's gone up a little bit. Um so then we moved on to Pence and Pence Pence, yes. They asked Pence specifically about inflation. Yeah. And he pivoted to talk about what a great job the Trump Pence administration did on yes. the economy, the military, the pro-life stuff, because they got three judges nominated to the Supreme Court. Yeah. And he said, you know, I'm the most experienced here. And then he went back to dealing with the debt and fiscal responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he said, I don't know if it was there later when he was like, um, you know, we had the debt and inflation good, and then Biden ruined it. Blah 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 blah. Um, though I wonder when I was listening to some, like, is it is this weird? How often have you ever had a situation where the vice president of the president is running against the president in the next election? Yeah, that's an interesting. That's an interesting situation that we've never really seen before, right? I mean, I'm assuming we've seen it at some point in American history, but like recently, yeah, like we, cause Pence is running against Trump. So he's simultaneously, like it's weird because he simultaneously wants to run on his record, say that we did good together, but he can't like fully come out against and say that because then it's like, well, then why would we vote for you over Trump? Well, he's going to say that the policies of Donald Trump were great. And, and, but the Donald Trump is a crazy man who tried I to, see. yeah. So, yeah. And a well, lot of people are kind of buying that argument already. They want the, the, the anti-Trumpers do want the policies of Trump without the chaos of Trump. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But you mean the anti-Trump Republicans? Yes. I just don't think there's that many of them. I think Trump has a lot of energy. I feel like a lot of people feel Trump was mistreated. Right. And they're voting for him based on loyalty. Hmm. And this is why I think if he's even in a jail cell, they're just going to stack that up to the mistreatments. It goes all the way back to Russiagate. Because you got to think, these people have lived through all of this. They've right. seen the Russiagate stuff, and they, they're, they've seen the Charlottesville stuff. They're like, this, this guy is being mistreated. The grievances have piled up, yes. yeah. That, that's why when you, when you get to this indictment stuff, they're just like, it's more grievances. They, they're they're never gonna believe that there's any that Trump did anything wrong. I think if he theoretically gets arrested and convicted, mm -hmm. say convicted and arrested, um, I think a big chunk of his base will become even more like fervently in support of him to the point of like craziness. 
But I do think he would overall, my prediction, but he'd overall lose support in the Republican Party. Because I do think there's just, I think people have this difference between like being charged and being found guilty. And I think it does have an effect on, on people's opinion. That'd be my guess. Well, I hope you're right. And also they are supposed to be conservatives. Right. I think obviously voting for someone who's been convicted is a lot different. It's that's not a yes. conservative move. Right, right. Yeah, you're right. You're right about the innocent until proven guilty. But as soon as the hammer drops and there is some sort of conviction, things might change in the polls. Mm -hmm. It'd be interesting to see. You well, should make that prediction right now. Then I mean that well, is I don't know if he's gonna get make. I don't know if he's gonna get convicted though. Well, I mean, I don't know if any of these are going to happen. If I, I mean, I'm curious because I don't know how it's going to work. So with the documents case, the person asked for a speedy trial. Um, but I mean, everyone's saying that the judge in that case is pretty Trump favorable. So I don't know the specifics, but if, if there's a way for him to separate himself from that person, I think that's very likely that the judge would grant it to him. Because um, I do think that's his worst case. Because that one seems like it's just very clear that he violated the law. Right. So, I mean, if that case happens before the election, I, I mean, that's going to be the hardest hurdle I think for him to overcome. So unless it's just people are saying, cause the venue they think is just so favorable to Trump that he might just skate by, but I'm not, I'm not sure about that. Um, it's, but, it, it's, yeah. oh, go ahead. Well, no, no, I was going to change subject. So, oh, I just, it's interesting that for me that in questions about the economy, and this is one of the reasons why I just. I fundamentally disagree with the Republicans on the economy. I guess maybe maybe they do a better job on the economy because it, all of the prescriptions that they preach during the primary and the election go out the window immediately as soon as they get into office and they start spending like drunken sailors, which I think actually helps the economy. <laughs> they always default to the debt like if, as if doing something about the debt is going to fix the economy mm -hmm. and i just i fundamentally disagree with that so it's a good move though like morally because like this feels like there's a moral thing with the debt right yeah right like no like it's it's immoral to spend money you don't have right yeah so um but pence pence is definitely running on stability and i just don't think that's the winning thing in this election is stability. I think you got to run on the, uh, I'm going to kick the table over revolutionary energy that Vivek is channeling. That'd be my prediction. Right. Oh, so it was interesting. So, so before, so we're still in the opening uh, speech section. So basically when Pence finishes, uh, even though Vivek already gave his opening, he interrupts and starts attacking Pence which was kind of fascinating. And he starts, he calls, he calls Pence's introduction boring and meandering. <laughs> like I'm, 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 I'm paraphrasing. Really? He, I'm paraphrasing, but that's like basically what he said. He's like, I didn't hear any information in that. You know, I forget exactly. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't right. think he said boring and meandering. I right. I'm just, I'm saying that, that was like what he's getting at. He's saying, you know, it's no one knows what the fuck he's talking about is boring and, and, and meandering. And he, and he basically, he called um, Pence, uh, a coward for not declaring war on the federal administrative state. And Vivek said that he would declare war on the federal administrative state. Yeah. And then Pence immediately fired back calling Vivek stupid <laughs> through the classic, 
oh, you didn't understand what I said, stupid? Well, let me explain it to you. Yeah, they and had a little exchange there, didn't they? It got yes. heated in the first round. Yes, and he and he called him and he called Vivek a rookie. He's like, let me explain it to like a rookie who wouldn't understand it. And and Pence got booed for for this interaction, which is kind of interesting. Um, so that was that was like the first opening back and forth, which right. I think Vivek definitely came up on the top of that interaction. Then we had, um, and this is this is the old. The old Republican Party of of governance and stability versus this fuck incrementalism, revolutionary, yes. you know, I'm going to go to war with the government yep. type mentality. I guess, yep, which, yep. Has it, I, I don't know that the Republicans have had an in the Fed mentality, like rank and file Republicans or, or you know, like the Bushes. I don't remember no. that being high on their priority to end the Fed. That seemed like it was, you know, the outsider move of the Ron Pauls and Rand Pauls of the of the Republican Party. Well, it's interesting because like the whole end the Fed energy was classically that was like the libertarian move. That wasn't really the conservative thought. Um, but now it has moved into conservative thought, even though the right wing populists are like pretty anti libertarian for the most part. Right. So it's kind of interesting how like that opinion has shifted on that one issue. Um, but then DeSantis tried to butt in because he's like, well, I need to get some some talking time here. And so he brings up he also starts attacking <laughs> Pence. Know. This is very interesting. I don't know why I don't know why they but why both Vivek and DeSantis felt the, the need to attack Pence, because I really don't see Pence as like a strong contender, but they do. And DeSantis starts attacking Pence and he brings up the uh COVID lockdowns under yep. Trump is a big mistake. Very big mistake. Um, and he said that he was going to, you know, he said like he he would have fired Fauci, and that was his big thing. He would have fired Fauci. And right. then um, but what's interesting is that then instead of Pence coming back at DeSantis and defending himself, Vivek comes in and says, No, fuck you, DeSantis. I'm the one attacking Pence. You don't get to attack Pence. And he said. And this is crazy. He said, everyone else on stage is fake except for me. They're just slinging you slogans, but not me. They all want incremental change, but I'm going to give you revolution. And I was like, holy shit. It's like crazy shit. He did. He, he called them all basically shills. He said they were all yes. bought and paid for. Yes. Which completely changed the entire mood of the room. I and did. A, a lot yeah, of yeah. people started booing, but you couldn't. Everyone was yelling at each other. You couldn't tell who was who they were booing at. Yes, who was booing what? Who was excited for what? And he literally and and I'm not paraphrasing. He literally said he was against incremental change and in favor of revolution. Yeah, and I, I was like, that holy down. shit! Like that was I did not expect that. Yeah. So he's one thousand percent like I'm Trump. You know, populist kick the table over. It that's. How do you think that is going to? By the way, that's I, I'm saying it excitedly because I'm excited to watch the spectacle. I think that's like batshit fucking crazy. Oh yeah, good. So. I agree. But I agree. anyway, yeah. I, I do not actually support uh, any of this shit that Vivek was saying. Well, you're going to get called a shill for that's endorsing fine. incrementalism, but right, I know, I know. Look yeah. at the the dirty centrist, enlightened centrist who you know is endorsing incrementalism. What a fucking shock! That's not a conservative play, though. The right. revolution is not. I don't know how you can call revolution conservative. It's not. It's but it's it's not conservative. It's right wing populist, right? Which is different. It's right. kind of similar but different. So that's where the confusion comes from, I guess. 
So the one the one moral foundation I could pick out of all of that was the there seemed to be this team up on Ramaswamy because he's the inexperienced rookie and Pence is like the seasoned professional. Right. So that's author the authority foundation, right? He's trying to undermine yeah. his authority. Well, also, I mean, so, and this is, I'm interested because I, I wish just from my own psychological perspective, I wish Vivek hadn't attacked everyone because I'm curious if them attacking him, because they took turns beating him up. They, they took turns later in the debate, holding him down and beating him up and taking his lunch money. Yeah, because they um, called them all shills. Right, but so, but that's why I wish he hadn't called them all shills because I would be more curious, were they doing that because he called them shills or were they doing that because he seemed to be the clear threat? I They all seemed very upset when he said that they were all bought and paid for. Yeah, obviously, as soon yes. as he threw out the bought and paid for, you could hear everyone on the stage groan. Like, yes. Oh, this is not, this is not how we Republicans do things. <laughs> right. How right. dare you? Well, that's about the come. That's about to come up. Okay. The, the bond paid for line. Cause he, in this, he said, everyone here is slinging slogans and then he doubled down. And the next question is everyone's, but he literally said everyone's bond paid for except for him. Right. Oh, I guess um, you're right. That was in the climate change section. Right. So, okay. Right. So we're not going to talk about Doug or Hutchinson because no one cares about them whatsoever. Yeah. He um, broke a, he made some break a leg joke that like, nobody knows you broke your leg, dude. Okay. You <laughs> <laughs> Right. Okay. So then the qu next question was, they, oh, they asked about, it was about climate change and they asked, they wanted the candidates to raise their hand if they believed in man-made climate change. Well, hold on. I think you should say, look, and yeah. this is interesting to me. Right. They have... A kid, I don't know, he's like 10 or 12 or something. Oh, you're right, you're right, yes. Ask the question. So they're framing it as, you know, this is this is a future Republican here who cares about climate change. Right. Uh, we should care about young people. This is an important issue to them. So he asked the question, you know, climate change is a big deal. Uh, what is your position on it? Does he? Does the kid ask him if he if it's real or not? I can't remember how the kid framed the question. But. He I, he didn't. No, I don't think he, the kid didn't ask if they was real. He just asked basically, "What are you, what are you guys going right. to do about climate? Look, the world is getting warmer. What are you going to do about right. climate change? Right. right. So, so then so, Brett um, Bear asked if they right. thought, he wanted them to raise their hands if they thought it was real. Right. Right. So every he asked. This is a, the hand moment. The hand right. going up moment. Remember when they did this in the Democratic primary? Oh, yes, yes. And it was a huge debacle. Yeah. What did they ask? They were like, can illegal aliens vote? <laughs> no, it wasn't a vote. It was, should they get, oh, get free uh, health care? Health care. Should they get, it wasn't free health care, yeah. but should they get access to Obamacare or health care or something? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty bad uh, moment. So they, they all raised their hands. But so they, they asked the climate change question. Do right. you remember how Bear phrased it? Um, he he said he asked oh, if do they you think climate change is real no he said do you believe in man-made climate change if you do raise your hand right okay it's a term man-made and um it's funny because you, you brought up so they wheel out the, the kid to raise the answer this is to, to raise the stakes to, yeah to raise the stakes right to frame the question to raise the stakes brett bear asked the question and then ron DeSantis steps forward and he slaps the kid in the face <laughs> he said get the fuck out of here with your climate change shit. yeah <laughs> He's like, get out of here, you kid. He's just punting that kid away. Um, but actually, so from an optical, from an optic standpoint, big win for DeSantis in this moment because he 
in a very, very, he obviously planned for this. He knew some kind of hand raising question was going to come up. He interrupted everyone before they could raise their hands. And he said, we're not school children in kindergarten. Why are we raising our hands? Like we're in class. And right. I was like, Oh shit. And I was like, wow. I was like, okay. That, cause I was very curious to see how each Republican would deal with that question. Right. That, that, would actually put them in a difficult spot. And DeSantis comes in is a is a pithy, um, though bullshitty, but a pithy way to diffuse it and basically protect everyone on the panel from having to raise their hand to address that question directly. Which was kind of I was like, wow, it's pretty pretty good tactical move right there. See, I um I don't know how that played with with the general public. I think it played mm -hmm. differently with me than you. Okay. How did it play for you? I, f I felt like DeSantis was stepping forward and said, here, let me dodge for all of us. That's what he did. That's what he did. Yeah. But that it was obvious. It was so obviously a dodge and they all looked just like pieces of shit that they all let him do it. And, and they all dodged along with him. I was yeah, like, here's all these right. people are fucking shit. But here's what you have. Weak to people. That's here's what, I what thought. You, here's what you have to um, think about. If you are afraid of climate change, right. you look at that and you say, these are all dodging pieces of shit. Right. That, that's, the, that's your intuition. If you look, don't I, believe in it. I think the climate change stuff is way oversold. So I'm no, not I know, one yes. of those people. Right. I think I these are people who can't answer basic questions. That's okay. what I think. I'm, I'm telling you the, what I think the general perception would be. Okay. I think the general perception for the Republican voter because they're really all that matters in this. Democrats don't matter right now. Republican voter who, who I would assume mostly don't believe in man-made climate change or think it's overblown would look at DeSantis throwing up that dodge and basically insulting the question as like a big win. Because they say, oh yeah, fuck you. That's a stupid question. Fuck you. <laughs> like, I think I that's just, the, I think that's people's reaction. That'd be my guess. Look, I just don't, I don't think this is going to play well in the general okay. election. I think there are people, moderates that are right. concerned about climate change. I think if he, if I, they just, it, they dodged all around. Nobody, well, I guess not one person everyone. didn't dodge, but yeah. we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Okay. Right. But you're right. They all, he, so DeSantis, they throw the question out. DeSantis basically did a joint dodge. He cast spell right. of dodge for every Republican on stage and they all took it, but one of them. Right, yeah. And who was the one? Who was well, the one? The, to... Who was the one? Was Vivek. Ramaswamy, yeah, Vivek. exactly. So Vivek came out. He and, says, you know, and maybe he you're yells right because, at the top of his lungs. Yeah, Climate maybe, change is a hoax. <laughs> right, you know, maybe you're right in terms of he perceived it as people might see this as like weak and a dodge. So you're right. He came out. He just he just yelled, you know, climate change is a hoax. He literally said climate change is a hoax. I'm not paraphrasing. He said climate change is a hoax. Um. Yeah. And he was the only person. Oh, so he said that. He shouted that. And then that's when he said. And then he delivered the insult of insults. And then when, that's when he stepped in the dog shit. And then he said, he's the only person on the stage who's not bought and paid for. And right. I was like, oh. And he got booed for that. He got booed for that. And I was like, oh, that was an over. That was a big overstep. That was a big overstep, in my opinion. He should not have said that. I think that's a moment that everyone on the strange the stage audibly groaned. Yes. I think he used the word super pack puppets. Yes. Which he said something to that effect. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, no, fair, fair. Right. It, it was it was too much because my thought is like, so in, in these debates, because like especially if you're if you were someone like if you're someone like Trump, if Trump went on that stage and said that, everyone would fucking cheer. Okay. Because yeah. they already support Trump. They're fine with that. But if you're someone like Vivek who has very low support, you're trying to get support from other candidates, the way to get support is not to basically insult the broad integrity of every other person there. Cause then it's like, if you're not supporting Vivek already, he's kind of, it's kind of like calling the he's audience insulting stupid. you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, Oh, you support this shill who's bought and paid for. Are you stupid? Right. Like it just, yeah. it doesn't play well. Great point. Opinion. Yeah. So he did. So it didn't, I don't think that worked. I think it was a big missed up for him. Um, and then Chris Christie immediately sensed that he sensed right. the blood in the There's water blood like, in the water here. like the new jersey shark he is and he says he says i've had enough <laughs> he's like i've had enough i'm gonna answer the question asked is that what he said no he said i've had enough of you vivek you motherfucking chat gp chat gpt son of motherfucker right and he said you sound like chat gpt and i heard that and i said what the fuck does that even mean? I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. I didn't even get it. What was what was that comment? I was like, I was like, oh, Chris Christie, he's revving up. He's got a good insult in the chamber. And then he said he sounded like ChatGPT. And I just, I was like, oh, totally lost on me. I don't understand the insult there. He missed a huge opportunity here because Chris Christie actually said, you remind me of a young we're not there yet. We're not here. That. Well, hold on, hold on. Let's say he, that. Wait, wait, wait. No, this is exactly where he says it. No, what no. He says chat GPT. Oh, okay. Well, I was just, I was just. So are we? Okay. I was just okay. curious. What did the chat GPT thing? Because like you hear that, and it's supposed to be like, oh, he sounds like a robot, right? He's giving canned responses. Look, the chat GPT thing didn't go over with me. I had no idea what he meant. Okay. Yeah. Doomer's in the chat and says, "I sound like Alexa." Thank you, Doomer. No, it didn't. It was it was kind of like in the XQC debate where he called Ethan bald, and you're like, Ethan is yeah, not bald. He's not bald, like, exactly. Like, what do you mean, ChatGPT? It sounds yeah, like, like he wrote these jokes himself. Like you can't you can't call the candidate who's the most energetic, charismatic candidate on stage a robot. That doesn't make any sense. Okay, but then, and then you can continue. Then, oh, I can. Oh, right. Okay. Then he, he had <laughs> his second insult, which was yet another misstep, in my opinion. Well, I did. It's a misstep on Ramaswamy's side too, because he, like he set Ramaswamy up for the perfect comeback, and I can't believe he didn't okay. hit it out of the park. Oh, okay. Well, tell us. So, what did he say? What What was his second insult? He says, a... "You remind me mm -hmm. of the young, wait, 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 inexperienced. Wait, wait. Why? Why, why wait. don't you just say it? <laughs> like, I will. Okay, I will say. What? It, do you, honey. Yeah, you say. I'll it. tell the story. <laughs> Look, he if said, I'm not telling the story. Right? He said, you remind me of another skinny guy right. with a weird name. <laughs> okay. And I heard that and I said, oh, no. Did he really say skinny guy with a weird name? Yes, he did. I, I wrote it down in quotes. He said, you remind me of a skinny guy with a weird name. And I went, oh, my fucking God. That's a little, that's a little, I mean, that could be spun as racist <laughs> yes it can <laughs> uh, 
Okay. I'm glad you I'm glad you kept yeah, stopping see, it like, because that's an important the, part. Yeah. That's tomorrow. Those are gonna be the headlines. Chris you're Christie right. does a racism. You're right. Okay. You're right. You're right. It's gonna be all over MSNBC. Chris Christie. Racist fuck. Shits <laughs> on Obama. Well, actually, they might not just because they kind of like Christie. To oh, yeah. Trump. They want him to go so after it's gonna Trump. Be, yeah, they're so going to be ignore it. Racism, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we like this guy. That's what the MSNBC will say. Yes, okay. So you gave the punchline away. So, right. yeah, you, you could keep, you could keep well, going. Well, the, the thrust of it was you're a young, inexperienced Obama. Yes. Yeah. We, yes. The similarities are too close for us to ignore but this is where ramaswamy completely missed it because i was thinking mm -hmm. obama won two fucking terms as president like <laughs> why didn't he say look i'm not in favor of obama's policies but if you're saying that i'm young and can win two terms as president I totally agree with you. Wow, you're right. That would have like, been killer. Oh he would have destroyed the night. You're right. It would have been over. It you're would have right. been fucking. That's our presidential candidate. You're so right. That's a Look, that would have been. That's a exactly response. what Obama did. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Everybody said you're young and inexperienced, Obama. You'll never be president. Then they're swearing him in. <laughs> <laughs> You're, Look, you're if right. he could, you're if right. he could have made that connection there, oh, uh, over. That would have been devastating. Yeah. Yep. Over. His response was, um, it was decent. It wasn't anywhere near that good. It was that, although I didn't know what he was referring to. He said that Chris Christie helped Obama win the election. I know. And that was, no, that was the wrong direction. Right. I, kept, I kept wondering if Ramaswamy was too busy sniffing Trump's butt to make that claim mm. because he's like what oh i can't be too presidential here or maybe he just didn't think about it you know yeah but um big I just, missed I, opportunity i do think he he optically in terms of his visual body language he did very well because he kind of laughed and he's just laughing and smiling in response to chris christie getting angry at him so he looks, i didn't look i he, didn't think that played at all for me oh i think cause it, it didn't look, look like serious he's in control like he's not getting you know triggered by christie it looked like frat boy slap fights to me. It just didn't. It didn't come off as presidential at all to me. Okay. Yeah, but okay. I have the image of him stuck in my head, like looking and laughing at like. I think he might have been pointing, like he's laughing and pointing at the fat guy. Well, no, I I saw. It's funny. I sent you the picture that I saw someone tweeted, which is like, to me, it's kind of like the encapsulation of it. It's a, uh, it's a uh, you know Chris Christie like like pointing at him and he's laughing and Chris Chris. Oh, you're right. Face. Yeah. I can bring it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to me, I don't know. To me, I think it looks, I think it looks good for Vivek. When I look at that still image, cause you have this guy who's all like, Rah! Vivek's like idiot. This is, I mean, this is what's so fascinating about all this, <laughs> all this stuff to me, this picture is hilarious. I'll bring it up. Mm -hmm. It's just, I, this is, what is fascinating about the democratic process because i mean it affects me one way it affects you a completely different way right it's really how this affects i think people have too much hubris in that they think oh this is how it affected me so this is how it's going to affect the the outcome yeah, we of all the election. interpret the thing differently yeah yeah but uh that's not usually how it goes yeah here it is i mean this just looks i mean this is <laughs> This is goofball central here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
I think it looks good on his. I think it looks good for Vivek. But you're this right. Is, I mean, I could, I could, I could see how people could see it in either direction. Like he's not serious. So this is. These are going to be how the how the Biden attacks are going to be tomorrow. They're going to be. They're going to call this all of this the cl a clown show. They're going to be like, oh, the Republican clown show well, from last night. I don't know if they will because they want the clown show to clown to distract from Trump, to take energy away from Trump. Anything that takes energy away from Trump, Biden's going to be in favor of. Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah. He wants to take Trump out. Unless they really I, think that he's the best shot against Trump, which I, I'm not sure I believe People that, People say that. I'm not exactly sure that that's the case. So Yeah, I'm not either. People have said he's more interested in running against Trump than DeSantis. So I guess this will be a tell on whether or not that's true, whether or not they're more worried of DeS about DeSantis than Trump. If they do come out and do the clown show right. thing, then they're trying, then they are obviously they want to run against Trump, right? Right, right. If they don't, they're like, oh, that was an amazing debate. DeSantis did very exceptional. So anyway, the next move was obviously the girl boss so, has yeah, to Nikki, come in Nikki. and say, boys, 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 why are you fighting? I forget. Did you? I didn't write what she specifically wrote, but it was like something like, "All I wrote was I'm a woman." <laughs> this is a really bad plan. Her part, Nikki Haley. She, so they're all arguing. Essentially, they're all mm -hmm. arguing in response to this. And Nikki Haley basically says something like, "You know, uh, you know, boys just sit around arguing, and, and women get things done, or something." Yes, so like that. Like, the total girl boss I was move. Like, Oh, I was like, this is the Republican primary, sweetie. I don't know why you think that's gonna go over well. Did you did you really think sweetie in your head? Because I, I think did. That's a I sexism. I did. I was trying to right be a there. sex. I was like, listen, she threw a sexism. I get to throw a sexism. Okay, that's the way it works. Sweetie, sweetie, yeah, honey, listen, sweetie. But she actually answered the fucking climate change question. She did. That is true. That's true. She did. I don't she remember said, what the answer was. Climate change is real. Yeah. Yeah. So she's kind of trying to run, run as a more moderate uh, Republican. It seems like. Right. Yeah. A little. I mean, obviously, everything's relative, but. Um, and then Tim Scott had an answer, and I don't literally even remember what the fuck his, his answer was because I just fell asleep. He was. <laughs> it was too much bickering. Uh, we need to restore hope with a better economy and. I'm a slow country boy. That's what he What does that have called. to do with climate change? We have to bring jobs back home. <laughs> and he dodged on the on the climate change question. I wrote down Sleepy Tim. That was my new nickname for him. Sleepy Tim. He literally calls himself a slow country boy. <laughs> Sleepy Tim. Anyway. So uh, then we move on to... Oh, go Twitter ahead. Twitter sucks. Thanks so much, Twitter sucks for $20. Says, Haley is supposed to be a conservative while proposing a compromise to a nation at a nationwide 15-week ban. Absolutely not. The position that differentiates actual conservatives is a complete ban on abortion. Her percentage will drop. We'll, get, we'll talk about the abortion Why, ban yeah. when we get there. Abortion's up next. Why should yeah. we read, read that? Well, not, well, well, I'm just reading them in order. Okay. Um, and Fat Brown Buffalo for $20. Thanks so much. Says, Vivek gets a lot of attention for being the most pro-Trump candidate. But I think he was also the only candidate to not attack Biden or blame Americans' problems on Biden. I've never seen him attack Biden. During I've never seen him attack Biden during interviews. That's interesting. I never noticed that not until you just said that. Did he attack Biden all in the debates? I don't remember it. Hmm. 
That's fascinating. Because I, well, here's the, my thought is, I, at first I thought that Vivek was trying to run as sort of like the candidate that would appeal to uh, Democrats or moderates who are sort of, because the thing is, he's kind of like, he has a lot of the, the Trump energy. He definitely has the populist energy, but he doesn't have the fuck you energy that Trump has. That's the one thing. So like the big difference between him and Trump, he doesn't have Trump's fu energy, which could be a good thing or a bad thing, depending on how you look on it. So I thought maybe Vivek was going to try to run as like this, the populist, I'll, I can get popular support on the left and the right, but then he's just, his position seems so extreme. I don't know if he, I don't think he could actually do that. Yeah. So he's, but, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's a good question though. Okay, so then the next part, the next question they asked was about abortion. abortion. Dun, dun, dun. Which, I mean, overall, I kind of like this section because they were getting down to brass tacks on the number of weeks, which is something I think America needs to talk about. So what was your take on that? Um, so the first person, Nikki, responded... Because she's a woman. Right. Uh, she said to put it in the hand. This was kind of interesting because it's kind of uh, led to a back and forth. She said that she's pro-life, but like, and they said, because her state had like a six week abortion ban, which is she said crazy. she wanted to put it. It was weird because she said she wanted to like her position kind of didn't make any sense. She said she wanted to put it in the hands of people abortion. Right. Well, Which in the hand, she said it, it would be in the hands of the voters. Yeah. Well, no, but so what she said, she she criticized the fact that abortion law was controlled by unelected judges. Okay. Meaning like the original Roe v. Right. Uh, Wade a decision. And then saying now it's back in the hands of people. But when you say it's back in the hands of people, that makes me think you're saying like, like oh, so every individual person should have a choice. But then having a six-week ban is the opposite of that because you're literally saying the government still controls controls it, right? So I just I thought the messaging on that was kind of bizarre. I mean, I know she's trying to like, and she what she meant was put it back in the hands of people who would then elect representatives. But just the messaging I thought didn't work. Um, then she had a then she said that so she did have a good point after that where she said she kind of pivoted to saying why can't the Democrats all agree that late-term abortions suck? And then she said contraception is good, which is interesting. I'm curious how all the Republicans would respond to that. And she also said that she didn't think women should go to prison for getting abortions, which is another kind of interesting. I'm not sure how the Republicans would feel about that. So she's definitely seeming to try to like walk the moderate Republican line. Right. Which I think is good. Yeah. Yeah. Take, I mean, I don't taking think out a, positions mm -hmm. that are not just life begins at conception, ban all abortion, I think is a conversation right. I as an American would like to have. And right. I, I, look, I support banning the late term abortions. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, obviously I think women serving prison time for, for an abortion is a little excessive. Obviously, I guess so. I can say it, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 the six week abortion ban seems not good to me so no I it's mean, yeah, it's a strange situation because they all have to say i am pro-life but yeah <laughs> it's just it's all 
you know, but sure. I was worried that that wasn't going to happen. And it feels like it is going to happen. Like they've looked at the polls and I think they even mentioned this in the asking the question that the, the, the polls are really against the Republican party's previous stance on abortion now. Mm -hmm. So I think they said as much as 70% of people are in favor of, of abortion with restrictions. Yeah. So this whole idea that we're going to be a country that outlaws abortion for any reason is just, yeah, yeah, that's nationwide. Yeah. Yeah. That's not going to happen. So, so, Okay. Then we move so, to DeSantis, right? DeSantis next. So, right. DeSantis did a DeSantis did the uh, DeSantis dot Dodge protocol activate. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, look, I have in big. I have a big note. <laughs> dodged. <laughs> <laughs> I like that we we didn't talk about this at all. Before this we took so separate we, notes. We yeah, we barely. Barely talked, very barely DM'd one another. Yes. Yeah. We did not, we did not watch this together. So Look, we, we want, both put that. Yeah, I fucking hate dodges. Answer <laughs> the goddamn question. I people want to know your position. Yep. Do they not? They do. They do. Look, they're so terrified to take a position. Oh, you might not like my position. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I want to know it. <laughs> I wa- I'm curious if people. Like, does the average voter pick up on the dodge in that? In I that think they do. I really think mm. they do. Because you're watching this thing. You want information. Yeah, I, I think you're right. So the three things that DeSantis brought up in his answer was uh, he brought up the fact that he won Florida with them. Um, he was like one of the only people to win Florida during the failed red wave with like gigantic numbers or whatever. Right. Or whatever he said. Yeah, we're um, talking about abortion, dude. <laughs> would you trying to say like, see, I can win elections even... Because, like, you know, the whole thing was a red wave failed because of the abortion question. He's trying to kind of relate it to that. Oh, okay. I got you. He didn't do a good job, but I, I, I kind of see where he was going. Um, and then he, the second thing he brought up was he wanted to focus on how Democrats have bad positions. Right. Yeah. The whataboutism. <laughs> right. You're and the, winning and me third, over here. <laughs> and then the third thing was he awkwardly wanted to, to uh, do a very clumsy neo dodging the bullets, you know, because I think. Didn't Brett Bear ask him specifically, and he kind of uh, maybe I imagine that he just he just very clearly did not give his position on where he thought uh, abortion should be. Well, I think he Brett Bear did ask whether or not he'd be in favor of a six week federal ban because isn't there a six week federal of six week ban in Florida? Florida, yeah, something right. like that, yeah. So he's like, well, you've got this position in Florida. Uh, why wouldn't you adopt that position nationwide? And he just kind of dodged. Yeah, he didn't even give the whole, like he could have just given the, I think it's a state's rights. Yeah, uh, that's why I was like, why are you dodging? Yeah, he you didn't. just and say, that was, look, I, it's not up to me, man. State's got to decide. Right, yeah, to me, if, if a candidate said it's up to states, I don't think for abortion, because that's been a clear position people have argued, I don't think that's a dodge at all. But he didn't, he wouldn't just well, he wouldn't you say know. that. He just kind of just like, uh, passed. Now I, he, yeah, now I know why he didn't <laughs> say Brett, that. Brett Bear's like, you're not allowed to pass, sir. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, that didn't happen. He let him, he let him dodge. The, I, now I know why they don't do, default to the state's rights thing. Because, and this even comes up later. There are all these <laughs> states where they're like, abortion, no restrictions. You can have oh, an yes. abortion two weeks before you're supposed to give birth. Yep. And 
it's very hard to say, look, I'm pro-life, but these other states that are basically legitimately baby killing, I think at that point you can't call it baby killing, Mm -hmm. right? Right. We're just going to let that slide? Right. This is where the the care, the moral foundation of the care thing really comes in. And I think Democrats, they don't get it because they're focused on the liberty of the woman and not the care of the baby. And it's funny that... You know, you often think Democrats are the in charge of the care foundation for morality, but they usually are. But not they this. slip up on this one. <laughs> so, um, so then comes iron-fisted Pence. Pence. Right. <laughs> here, comes, you, here comes Pence, Pence. pulls his Bible out of his breast pocket. <laughs> he he Pence pulls out the entire Bible and he right. and he and he looks at Nikki Haley and he. Pegs it at her face as hard as he can, <laughs> smacking her in the face of the Bible so hard that it's the words "Holy Bible" have been imprinted on her forehead. Okay, he says he. I mean, he went. I I was did not expect this. He goes full like power of God. He says he does. He pulls out his Bible and he says, "Nikki Haley, go fuck yourself." We're not about. He's, he's like the Republican Party is not the party of listening to the consensus. Right, abortion is not about listening to consensus. It's about listening to God. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit! Exactly, exactly. This is not about the American people. This is about God. I was like, damn. That's I think some he, old school Republican Party there, right? To, to be clear, I don't think he said. He said this. I think he didn't say God. He said about morality or something. This is about listening to morality. He was talking about Jesus. He said like, Jesus Jesus told me. Right. And so, so Pence. He might even quoted scripture. That was later. He quoted scripture later. Um, (laughs) I have to say that in the Republican debate in the year 2023, the candidate did uh, quote scripture. I think it was later. And he, he advocated for a federal 15 week abortion ban minimum. Um, and hinted at a stronger version of that. He would like a stronger version of that. And then he brought up what you were talking about, how like in California, they have no restriction or something. So they have like, you know, day before, uh, you know, abortions, delivery abortions or something. But I'll give it to Pence, even with all the hellfire and brimstone. He he staked out a fucking position. He did. Yeah. He's for a 15-week ban on abortion. Minimum. He definitely hinted at something stricter oh, yeah, than yeah, that. Yeah. Yes. So he's like, 15, yeah. let's start off with 15 weeks and see if we can get it down to two. Right. <laughs> right. See if we can get it down to zero. Well, anyway. So then uh, so then Nikki responded by calling Pence mm. dishonest. Oh, really? Yes. She said it multiple times. She said, Pence is being dishonest. I thought her reply was very weak because her reply was, well, Mike Pence, you know that the Republicans don't have a majority in Congress, and you know that oh, you're you know, right. A federal abortion ban is very unpopular, so you know that this won't. What you're suggesting has no chance of passing. And to right. me, even if that's all true, which it probably is all true, I don't think that's effective rhetoric in a debate because essentially she she's saying, "Vote for me." No, we. I can't, can't do anything. No, yeah, yeah. I was like, that is not a good strategy. Vote for me. Opinion. I have zero power. Right, so I was like, oh, I don't know how to get a reply. So that's a great point. Yeah, yeah, we didn't hear uh, Vivek give an answer to abortion, so I don't know what his stance was. Really, I guess you're right. He dodged the well, abortion question. Didn't ask him. Um, he he said he was pro life. I think in his outro, he did kind of a stump speech. So 
Yes. Yeah. Let's see. No one cares about Doug. Uh, Tim Scott. He came out in favor of some. He also Tim Scott came out in favor of some kind of federal abortion ban. Right. He said we have to stop these late term abortions. We have to save those babies in California and right. New York. Yes. He also won the 15 weeks he suggested. Look, I'm in favor of saving those babies in California and New York. Mm -hmm. But going back to so going back to what Twitter Sex said about Haley supposedly being a conservative while proposing the compromise of a 15 week ban, it's kind of it's kind of difficult because the Republicans have run so long on assuming that Roe v. Wade would always exist on some national level. They've run so long on like states' rights issue, states' rights issue, states' rights issue. So it seems hypocritical for the Republicans to then pivot and try to get a federal abortion ban of any capacity. I don't think it matters. I really don't think people are driven by hypocrisy. I don't know because normally I would agree with you. But remember when Roe v. Wade got overturned and then Mitch McConnell immediately went with the Republican 15-week abortion ban, all the Republicans jumped down his throat for doing that. Mm-hmm. They all seem very mad at him for doing that. Remember? I I was I got distracted by chat. What happened? What did you I say? I said when Roe v. Wade got overturned, right. Mitch McConnell immediately proposed the 15-week Republican abortion ban. Right, and everyone ban. and we're not mad him at him. That. Yeah, they all shit on him. Yeah, people they, were literally saying he blamed... was some kind of like Democratic plant or something. I was like, what? That's... People tried to blame the failure of the red wave on that, which I was like, I mean, that probably helped, <laughs> like. That probably helped more than hurt in the election. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. So, yeah, I, on one hand, I agree with you. I don't think a lot of people care about hypocrisy. I think a lot like a lot of people just care about power. I would have thought. But then again, they got mad at him for that. But maybe they only got mad at him because they thought it hurt the election, the midterms. And now that we're far enough away from that, they'll suddenly be in board. They'll suddenly be on board with federal abortion ban. I don't know. We'll see. So... Okay. Uh, I did question on that. Well, did you mention Haley was Haley said that the media needs to ask Democrats how many weeks, which I thought was helpful. Yeah, that was a good, good answer. Got to hold the Democrats feet to the fire. Yes. Yes. Because I want Biden to answer that question. Yeah, no, she, that was the good. So that was unfortunate because she, she had her bad answer, which is no, we can't, which is stupid. Right. And she had her good answer, which is, try to hold the Democrats to what the fuck their standard is. Right. Um, yeah, because then you're haggling over how many weeks. Right. Which, like, oh my God, why are we still doing this in 2023? Why is this even an issue? It's not yep. an issue in a, lot of, in a lot of European countries. So then we're brought to the next subject. Crime. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, then right. uh, let's see. What about crime? So I think the question, the first question directed at Pence was, is Trump's COVID lockdowns to blame for the rise in crime? Wow. They're just teeing him up. And uh, Pence said- We know said, you want to attack your old boss here. Yeah, right, right. And Pence said, mm -hmm. no. Obviously, he's going to say no. Right. He said, no, defund the police and bail reform are to blame. Um, he kind of, he comes off, I mean, I think Pence comes off very well, shockingly well in this conversation. He came off much better in this debate than I've ever seen him do before. And like he did, I think he did poorly in the, the VP debates against whatever the fuck Kamala was Hillary's Harris. VP. 
Who was oh. Clinton's VP? It was like that guy that like secured her the nomination. So it's very obviously that it was bullshit. Tim, uh, some random white guy. Tim something. Yeah, I think I think I never was very impressed impressed with Pence against him. I was never very impressed with Pence against Kamala, even though Kamala has horrible charisma. But here, I don't know. He, I thought he did very well. But again, the problem is he's doing very well as a classic conservative that no one fucking wants anymore. <laughs> it's like, it's like he showed up to, he showed up um, to a play yeah. to audition. Uh, he showed up to a play and he did like the best rendition of Julius Caesar, like ever. And the guy's like, that was wonderful. Julius Caesar, but we're doing Greece. So I don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> like, like this is, you're doing the wrong part here. Like, what are you doing? And so, because his answer about it, I thought was very good. You know, he's very strong, very commanding. He's talking about being stable. He's talking about being religious, blah, blah, blah. But I just, I don't think anyone cares about any of this stuff anymore. Yeah, no, he's, he's like Encino Man. Yeah. He's, he's like woken up. No, he's like, uh, remember Phil Hartman is the caveman lawyer. Yeah. Or he's, he's like, you know, Captain America after he's, he's woken up. He's like from the 1950s. Yes. He's yes. like, oh, wow. It's a completely different world now. Yes. It's like, okay, grandpa, that was a great speech. Now go back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> go time back to for, the rocking chair. Time for your nap. Yes. I think what he's trying to kind of um, go for is sort of this like, like the country needs a strong like grandpa to stand up and like right you know the chaos like to be the head of the household but i don't Does think it? i just i think i don't think that's what people want i mean you got the kids table ramaswamy right over there yeah who's like... fucking jumping on the table like <laughs> exactly. knocking shit over saying like fuck the system and everyone's cheering it so i don't know if it's gonna work yeah i don't think pence stands a chance no i don't either so but you know okay. it is what it is so then they moved to christie yeah, they hit him with the school shooting specifically. There's 30 shootings. <laughs> Doesn't that yes. suck? What would you do about that? Aren't mm -hmm. you a aren't you like a gun nut? <laughs> Did you remember his answer? His answer was real weird. He said he was gonna hire a bunch of attorney generals to crack heads. Oh no, he was gonna hire an attorney general that was gonna crack heads on the other attorney generals, the state yes. attorney generals. And basically lock everyone up. Yeah, which I was like, I don't know the exact chain of uh, mm -hmm. operations on that one. He's like, I'm going to have the federal attorney general make all the state attorney generals do what I want. And I was like, oh, is that you? Is that is possible? That, I mean, no. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess you can call up, call them and yell at them. And you don't have like direct authority over any of them. So I just I thought that's a really weak answer. No, they do not. Federal attorney general has no power over state attorney generals at all. There are federal attorney generals in each state, though. Because right, I remember so that was, Barr. Yes, that is was true. Con like as soon as the election stuff blew up, Barr contacted the state attorney generals in each state to get to follow up on election possible malfeasance. Well, but then yeah, there there is yeah there there are federal arms for each state, but then that's even weirder. Because then it's like, it sounded like what he was saying was that he was going to have the federal attorney general call up this, the federal attorney generals that are each state, and they're going to somehow charge normal criminals with federal crimes to oh, yeah, circumvent that's a good point. 
Yeah, to circumvent soft on crime policies by Democrats. I'm like, what? I don't think you can do that. <laughs> but okay, I guess. I mean, that seems like a massive overreach of executive power. So this is one of those situations where having too much knowledge of the details of the situation, I think, make the question seem more confusing than the normal person took it. They were, they basically yeah. boiled it down to. He's going to get shit done. Yeah, obvious. Obviously, yes. From from the normie perspective, you're not going to understand why what he said made no fucking sense. And you're going to say, oh, he's going to do he's going to force them to, to lock people up. I like that. He brought no he did yeah. take this opportunity to bring up fairness. And you're right. Say you're Biden, right. Hunter Biden got this gun charge and he got off scot free. And any one of us regular old Americans would be would be locked up for good. And he said. When I'm president, or if I was president, Hunter Biden would go to jail for 10 years. Yep. And I was like, wow, okay, okay. Yeah. It's, it's funny because I was wondering, I'm like, hmm, I wonder if Chris Christie's trying to like, is this going to be like, he's attacking Trump because he's going to spin off and become like a, a Democrat? <laughs> no way. <laughs> not after some of the comments he made in this. I was like, no, not after the Hunter Biden. He did a racism. He did a like. Yeah throw throw them all in jail yeah like no and if anyone says that you're gonna see people here's my prediction you're gonna see people saying chris christie's gonna try to run off as a secret democrat those people don't know what the fuck they're talking about really? that's not gonna happen so now we're okay. getting we're getting into the heated the heated portion of the debate right well, yeah we're almost there so then we have well that means we've already been but Ramaswamy answers i not see vivek see this is where and I think you have to give Scott Adams credit for this. He points out that whoever draws energy to them is always the person to look out for. And Vivek was definitely drawing all the energy to him. All the fights seem to be about Vivek in this debate. Because he's starting shit. I know, but maybe it will work. I mean, everyone's going to be talking about him the next couple of days, the next week. Everyone's going to be talking about Vivek. He said, do we have a spine? He <laughs> basically is like, you little weak motherfuckers. Yes. <laughs> Yes. We need a spine. He said um, he wants more, 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 more cops. Right. He wants cops to not have to worry about getting sued. He wants to bring back the crazy bin to throw people up in the mental asylums. <laughs> and he said something really weird that he didn't expound on. I was like, what? He said, we need to bring back faith-based institutions. I know. It was so weird. And I was like, what does that mean? He like, like threw it in the middle there. Yeah, I was like, I was like, what? I was like, are they gonna make? I was like, are they gonna like take like the crazy people to church and make them pray to God to like pray away their insanity? I was like, what does that mean? Because he said it after the 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 crazy bin thing. I was like, are they gonna, are they gonna pray for salvation? What the fuck does that mean? Right. But then he, th this was kind of all over the place. I thought right. the answer it was, was an all over the place answer. Yeah. We um, need cops. We need faith. We need mental health. Oh, right. a new identity. Inclusive order. But then what he said his is interesting because I have all the answer, which I thought was kind of confusing and muddled. The only part I like really liked was at the end, which I agreed with. The last thing he said was people are hungry for purpose and meaning, and we need a tone reset from the top. Now I don't probably wouldn't agree with Vivek's tone, but I do right. agree that that's definitely going on. I think people are hungry for purpose and meaning. And it was interesting because then Pence saw this as a chance to attack him. And Pence totally in my opinion, fumbled and tripped over his own, stepped on the rake here. 
Because I think Pence is, I think this to me shows that Pence is out of touch completely with what people are feeling in the country right now. Because I, he tried I, to. I, okay, well, go continue. ahead. What are you, you going to say? Well, no, I, I, I was going to say that I disagree with you, but I don't know that I do disagree with you. The, the conflict here <laughs> is really, well, no, yeah. the, there's, you're, you're saying that we don't, you, you agree that we need the new identity. Yes. But from a lot of people that Pence interacts with, they're like Christian conservatives, uh, you know, American-loving military members who their identity is solid in place. They don't, the, the idea that we need a new identity is offensive to them. And I just, I don't know, those two ideas are in conflict here, and that's why this exchange is so interesting, because I don't know which is more prevalent in the Republican Party. I mean, we've done a bunch of, they've done a bunch of polling and stuff showing that, you know, it's really these social justice lefties that are the ones having all the mental health crisis and, you know, lost and 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 playing too many video games and whatever. And uh, I'm not sure that that's happening on the conservative side. So I don't know that um, this identity yeah. crisis thing is really going to speak to them well i think it's two things i think i think there are a lot of young uh, moderate and right-wingers that that are having an identity crisis and are looking for meaning right um and i do think that is an energy that's kind of pushing trump i think the difference is he, he didn't say that we need like a new identity he said people are are hungry for purpose and meaning and we need a tone reset from the top. He wasn't really saying like we need to, like he wasn't so maybe maybe Pence interpreted the way you did, which is why he got triggered. He wasn't saying that we need to throw out our old identities and find a new one. He was just saying that we've lost it and we need to kind of like reset to something else. He I, I think he used the word identity crisis because Pence yes. did right. say he did say identity crisis. We right. don't have an identity crisis. Right. We're Americans, you know, and went off into the Right. Yeah, you but, know, flag waving speech, but but here's where I think Pence completely screwed up because then Pence, yeah, because he said we have an identity crisis, which I think we do, and I think the fact that we've moved the Republican Party has moved away from, you know, classical conservative to populist, and the left has gone from classic Democrat to woke, shows that we have an identity crisis or at least an identity shifting, um, and put and Pence said we don't have an identity crisis, and he and he tried to push back. And hearken to this sort of like classic 1980s Christian conservative American identity, right. which I, I just I don't think is popular among conservatives anymore. And Vivek had a, a, a counter counter where he basically said Mike Pence was full of crap and said, <laughs> he did. yeah, because here, here's so because Pence said something very he interesting. He said, you're out of it, old man. Yeah, because we're living Pence, in a civil we're living in Temple civil war. Right, because that was see now that was a very interesting dichotomy because Pence is saying we don't have an identity crisis. We're living in the greatest country on earth, land of the free, home of the brave, right? He's doing like the old yeah, politician thing. He is Team America. Yeah, Team America. Land of the free, home of the brave. All Americans are based. How dare you say that we have to change anything? And Vivek is saying you're out of fucking touch, old man. We live in a dark moment. I think he literally said this. He said yeah, he, he did. Dark this moment is a dark in American moment. history. Yeah. Yes. 
He used that yeah. phrase, dark moment in American history. And you're right. He was definitely hearkening the, we're in the Tim Pool Civil War time period. And to me, I mean, I don't know. I know on the internet, obviously, everyone's going to agree with Vivek. I don't know what the the normal, the normie Republican is, but I would, I'm guessing that they're more aligned with Vivek at the moment, thinking that we are living in some kind of dark, woke, dystopian American, you know, future. And I'm not sure they would buy Pence's kind of, uh, this is the greatest country on earth speech. This is why elections are amazing because it really is the dark dystopian Tim pool civil war narrative versus the, you guys need to fucking touch grass. I'm going to go mow my lawn and barbecue this weekend. Right. 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 And I look the, the election will play out as it plays out. My gut intuition is that, Vivek needs to fucking touch some grass. I don't, I really don't, I don't buy this, <laughs> this Tim Pool Civil War. I don't buy it when Tim Pool talks whoa, whoa, about wait a like, minute. So I just, I think it's an right. internet thing. I think what's yeah. the way it's going to play out is like the Bernie stuff and the Andrew Yang stuff right. always plays out. Right, right. They like Andrew Yang is going to be the nominee. Oh, wait, it's Biden. <laughs> That's yeah. the way it's going to play out. Well, you could be right, and I. This is part of why I'm incredibly fascinated about how this is going to play, and see what just the poll numbers are going to be for Vivek going forward. Because Vivek, and I even wrote this in my notes, Vivek is 100% channeling internet Republican candidate. He yeah, is totally. the internet Republican candidate, and and I was thinking exact same thing. He's like the Bernie Sanders of the right, and but I'm so I'm very curious to see will his message. Is that appealing to Republican touch grass, Facebook booming normies who are less on the internet? Or is it going to be like Bernie? He's just going to be, you know, this like uh, uh, flame that flickers out who's just appealing to the internet people. And I don't know the answer. Option to two. Okay. Because <laughs> I think, two. I think the internet Republican, Republican voters are like 60. <laughs> I think the internet Republican idea is far more mainstream Republican than the internet left idea was mainstream Democrat. Oh yeah. That's undeniable. Yeah. So I, I think he'll do better than Bernie. I mean, I'm obviously I don't think that'd be Trump unless Trump gets knocked out, but right. And I don't think, I don't think he can be Trump's vice president. Vivek? Hell no. Yeah. I think there's no way he can be Trump's vice president. And, and I'm sure you know why I'm going to say this. Because he's going to make Trump one. look bad. Yeah, never outshine rule, the master. Rule number one, never outshine the master. He's too much. He's too energetic. You really should he's actually read that book. Yeah, I should. I should. <laughs> but yeah, he's too much. He's too good. He's too... He, he would take the spotlight away from Trump too much. He would. So, yeah. yeah, he would. Everyone will be talking about him. Yep. Yeah, and that, that can't happen. Like if Trump Tim was, Scott... <laughs> If if Trump was a person, yeah, exactly. If Trump was a person who had full control of his ego, then Vivek would be perfect because if he was his vice president, he could throw him out there to say what he'll say, and he would definitely draw like negative attention away from Trump while he's president. Right. Yeah. But I don't think Trump would ever want that. He wants to be the center stage all the time. So he wants to draw all that negative attention. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Which is hilarious and funny, but okay. Then so next was DeSantis, right? Robot Ron. Robot Ron comes Robot in. Ron. George Santos attorneys. <laughs> no, just Soros. George Soros attorneys. 
must fire George Soros <laughs> attorneys. Yep. yep right. Yep, yep. That was that was his answer. Yes. Got to throw George Soros in there. He's the evil George Soros DA is across the country. We got I fire <laughs> I fired the evil George Soros DAs in Florida, and I'm gonna do it across the country. Yep. Yeah. I was like, okay, I guess. Pretty anticlimactic, but, you know, okay. obviously. Well, what would it be? How can you have a Republican debate without mentioning George Soros? True. Right? Well, it was, just, it was like right after that, like, tense exchange between Vivek and Pence. Oh, yes, line. totally, totally. Everyone's <laughs> catching Soros. their breath. Yeah. No one's really paying attention anyway. Right. It's yeah. like, it's, like, it's yeah. funny. They just look like, you're right. Everyone's like kind of like oh, just relaxing from that tense action scene to just kind of be lulled back into it by George Soros, you know? Right. Okay. The next part, I laughed out loud. I don't know if you read it or not. Was are is this from the Trump? Or are you talking about what? What's the last guy's name? Because I are you talking about the small town thing? I don't. Oh, would one of the people we don't care about talk? Because I didn't write any notes for him. Okay. Uh. Well, I did laugh when the guy was like, "I'm from a small town. We oh, need, yeah, 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 yeah. We need to make America more like a small town." The North Dakota guy. That's that how house. we fight crime. I'm I was like, like, okay, whatever. That ain't going to work. That's <laughs> okay. like, dumbass. Why do they invite this guy to the debate? I did laugh, but I didn't write that down. Yeah, it was so, funny. I so, laughed at the next question. They're like, for our next question before we go to break, right? we want everyone to look at this. And it, and it cuts to the, the monitors. And it's like, here's a live camera feed. Here's a live camera shot of... Yeah, we're the Fulton County Jail, where Donald Trump tomorrow morning will go to get his picture taken. <laughs> I was like, "What?" And it's just like it's just like a like a shot, a live shot of the jail from outside, where like the little gate is to drive up to it. It's just right. dark because it's nighttime. And there's nothing happening. It's like, why the fuck am I looking at this? But it did look like shitty. I I thought, wow, it looks ominous. Look ominous to me. To me, it didn't even like it wasn't even a shot. So you can have the mental image of this. It wasn't even like a shot of like the jail. And you see like the big jail and like the barbed wire. It literally just it's looked like, like the parking lot where like the guard is to like, you know, to get in and the little arm is there. Like it didn't it wasn't like an imposing shot to me. Okay. And it was just dark and no one was there and it just looked deserted. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking at for, but okay. The the one I get. Is this the same place that Giuliani got his picture taken? I the Giuliani picture know. is just disturbing. I guess they did mugshots today of all the attorneys, and oh man, Giuliani's. Giuliani I mean, he looks like a shot. Yeah, send it to I don't me. Know if I you, saw it. Send it to me if you you find it because it so is today. Yeah. Super You're right. Oh, what the fuck? He looks like he's gonna murder someone. What the fuck? I know. He, he looks like it's like a portrait from Sin City. <laughs> he looks like a. It's crazy. You're right. That's the perfect. That's the perfect comparison. He looks like the corrupt, the corrupt uh, politician that got captured. He does. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Why didn't he? Why did he give such a bad mugshot? You got to smile, right? Yeah, it's uh, Jenna Ellis did the smile thing. I'll bring it up so you guys can see it. Yeah, hers looks so much better. Oh, look, here's a twin me? shot with Sidney Powell, too. Kind of takes away from Giuliani's madness. I don't... This is the thing. I just... Oh, God. Sidney Powell kind of half-smiled. Does it? 
I know everybody hates it when I bring this up. What? <laughs> well, I'm going to do it anyway. Uh-oh. Why well, just... I guess everyone has this idea that politicians are corrupt, so they like to see... Like, they look at this image and they have a completely different vision than me. Mm -hmm. This is like the corrupt politician getting what he deserves. Mm -hmm. And I just, I just think banana Republic is what I think. I'm like, mm. Oh my God. Right. Right. I mean, if we're our, there's something wrong with our institutions. If people, you know, think this is something that they can get away with and, and are pushing the boundaries of the institution to the point where there is going to be legal action. That's a bad thing. It's also a bad thing if people are being wrongly wrongly accused and the justice system is going after people for political reasons. Those are co completely different situations, right? One is people perceive there are weak rules and they can shirk the rules. And one is, is uh, like complete corruption. The system's completely failed and they're just going after people willy-nilly. Both of those situations are bad. <laughs> right. And both of those situations end up in mugshots like this. So, hmm. I just, yeah. We talk often about, you know, what are the signs of the institutional decay? I feel like this is one of the big signs. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. On a happier note. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that was the funny. So anyway, um, so Brett Bear had a great line. He said, "We have to talk about the elephant, not in not the in the room." Yeah. Wah, like wah, wah. Bow, bow. Anyone who likes puns is gonna like that one because you know the yeah. elephant. Yeah. Like I Republicans. Like Republicans. Trump's also right. fat. He also stampedes. It works on a lot of levels. Okay. My top note for this section. So they yes. do another, another schoolyard pick. You yes. Know, raise your question? hands. Yeah. And I don't. Well, I don't remember the question. What was the question? I don't either. Okay. I remember what the the answer was, but I don't remember the question. That's it funny. Was, I didn't write down was, the question either. I just all I wrote down was hands go up slow, look weak. <laughs> Well, no. So the question, it, the question was something about. Um, I don't think it, the question was who would pardon Trump, but it was a, something about who would support Trump and thinks that you know he's being charged. Oh, charged you're right. Bullshit, no, right? who would support Trump once if he wins the nomination? That was what the question. Oh, that's was. right. Who would support Trump if he wins the nomination? Right. One so person very the, quickly the, raised their yeah. hands. Vivek raises his hand up. Instantly. High in the class, yeah. Yes. And everyone else kind of looks at each other like yeah. <laughs> who's going first? Right. Like like or actually technically who's going second? Because everyone's right. like everyone's ignoring Vivek because they're like, this fucking kiss ass. <laughs> this guy, this piece of shit. They're yeah. like, look, none of us like him. Who cares what he does? Mm -hmm. What are we gonna do? Yep. And they do kind of do, it's a, it's a classic psychology experiment. You know, when, when people walk into the elevator and everyone is like facing in the opposite direction. And you're like, what do I do? And yeah. you're like, what? so I, and I wish I would have screenshotted this because I don't know the order that the hands went up, but one hand goes up. Okay. Just meekly. Oh, I'll raise my hand. Mm -hmm. And then another person's like, ah, shit, we're doing it. <laughs> We're doing it. Then another little weak, meek hand goes up. 
And then even in the end of it, Chris Christie kind of raises his hand and then takes it back again. He's like, oh, no, I wasn't really raising my hand. I was doing like a thumbs down thing. He I was, was doing trying a... to like raise his hand to speak, I, I assume, not to. Uh, oh, really? Not, well, that's what he said. I mean, he's been attacking Trump, look, so obviously he's not going to support Trump. I feel like he. Oh, maybe maybe you're right. Maybe he was. Maybe it was just a miscommunication. I think that's why he took his hand down because he realized it would. He was trying to like get them to, to speak, and then he realized it would look like he was supporting Trump. He's like, oh shit. Yeah. Um, okay. So well, the, that the people that raised their hand bad. after so Vivek raised his hand like quickly. He's like, bam! Very proud to support it. I don't remember the exact order, but the meek the meekness was after that was the people you'd expect. The people that rose that raised their hand that said that they would support Trump was Nikki Haley and Tim Scott. Well, DeSantis did too, right? Did he? I don't. I think, think DeSantis. Yeah, I think DeSantis. Because in my mind, it was like Vivek was in the middle. He raised his hand, and then like everyone to the right of him raised their hand. And I don't remember anyone to the left of him raising their hands. So I don't remember if DeSantis raised his hand or not. We'll say DeSantis was a maybe because I don't remember. I'm I'm just looking for the photo because you know I know right. that someone snapped the picture. Or the ra- raising the, the hand, hand raised Trump. Trump. Yeah. Anyway, we can move Trump on. Support, yeah. But okay. But yeah, so another optical win for Vivek among Trump supporters because, you know, he very clearly raised his hand. Yeah. And everyone else, I mean, it was just way, way, way uncomfortable mm-hmm. because, and I can't, I honestly, I was thinking, I can't believe they, they had not thought through this question. Well, here's what's weird. Fox News literally says the only person that didn't raise his hand was Asa Hutchinson, but that is not my recollection. <laughs> well, there's Counting Christie then who raised his hand and tried I don't to take remember, it back. I don't remember DeSantis or Pence raising their hand. No, they did. Oh, maybe they kind of. There were some people at the end that were kind of doing a half C, so maybe. Yeah, that's why I was like, they're maybe completely that was the, there's like kind of this. Let's just go through them. I took notes right. on all of them. Okay. So Christie begins. Obviously, yep. he does his. I raise my hand, but no, wait, I didn't raise my hand. And he's like, "We have to hold Trump accountable for bad behavior." Right. Which this is where you're getting into the loyalty foundation, and there's definitely like a split loyalty thing going on. Christie's basically saying. My loyalty is to America. Mm-hmm. The institutions are failing, and we have to hold Trump accountable. Well, most of the right. audience, though, they're loyal to Trump. So he's getting booze. It's just pandemonium yes. of booze against Christie, and he can feel it. It's tangible. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But he was, yep, he was just shitting all over Trump. So he, then they move to Ramaswamy, <laughs> who delivers. <laughs> The funniest line of the entire debate. He says, Trump is the best president of the 21st century. <laughs> uh, look, I know there are a lot of people probably listen to us right now who, mm-hmm. who believe agree Trump is, the, yeah, who agree with that, <laughs> who think Trump is the best president of the, of the 21st century. Right. I think it, it's obviously subjective. <laughs> I mean, he might be the funniest president of the 21st century. I'll give him that. Like I, Obama was pretty funny, but I think Trump is probably funnier. Mm-hmm. Bush had a joke occasionally, mild joke. Bush was very funny, but not intentionally. Right. 
Clinton, I mean, he could play the saxophone, but I don't That's remember true. him delivering excellent jokes. So right, he had a couple witty right retorts here and there. So he he basically says all of these indictments are just politicized, and. That's what he called Chris Christie a hypocrite. Well, doesn't know Chris Christie calls him a hypocrite, right? Because no, he no, says no. you contradicted yourself in your book. Yeah, you, they okay. So they both call each other hypocrites. So okay, so there's a says, hypocrite off. It was a hypocrite off. So after he says Trump is the best president of the 21st century, um, and says that all the charges are bullshit, he attacks Chris Christie because he's like Chris Christie is a hypocrite because he's claiming that Trump is just running on anger and vengeance. And Chris Christie's whole campaign is based on anger and vengeance against Donald Trump. Oh yeah, you're right. And that's when he delivered that that very good line, um, at least optical line, where he said, "If you want to see bashing of Trump, change the channel to MSNBC. I'm running. I'm not running for the president of MSNBC. I'm running for president of the United States of America." Right. And so implying that Chris Christie was running for president of MSNBC. And then right. that's when Chris Christie uh, then fired back, saying that Vivek made him laugh. And then that's when all the cacophony of booze, the entire arena erupted into booze at Chris Christie for attacking Vivek after Vivek uh, defended Trump so strongly. Right. That's what it was. So so many booze that Brett Bear had to literally turn around and tell the audience to shut the fuck up. Yeah, they said, "Well, you're taking forever here. We have to move on. Yes. <laughs> Stop booing." And then uh, Christie said that that Vivek was the real flip flopper. The real hypocrite, because in his book, supposedly, he said he came out hard against Trump and criticized Trump uh, for violating the rule of law. But now he's defending him. So that was the accusation he levied, levied at Vivek. Right. And then Vivek tried to like weasel out of it by saying, well, no, technically, I didn't change my position. I said Trump was wrong, but I didn't say he, what he did was illegal. You know, <laughs> like he tried to do some like move, you know. Right. Legalese. He tried to pull the legalese. Right, like, oh, I, I didn't agree with him, but I didn't say he committed a crime. Technically, technically, I didn't change my position. Right. So, and then he, then uh, Chris Christie criticized Trump for Trump making some comment about saying that he would suspend the Constitution. So. Right. And then. And then. We moved to Scott, right? Sleepy. Sleepy Scott, yeah. Sleepy Scott, Sleepy Tim. He t he says Pence did the right thing. They're weaponizing the justice system. There are SWAT teams attack attacking pro-lifers. Yeah, which so I wasn't familiar with what he was referencing there. But. Right. Then yeah. So we, yeah, yeah. Oh, go ahead. He, no, to be clear. So the important part is he said they asked him, "Did Pence do the right thing on January 6th by not throwing out the votes?" And he right. said yes. He said yes. And then, is this where is this where the Pence question came in? It did come in in this section. This right? is where the Pence question came in. Right. Well, well, Pence, we're almost there because because um, then Vivek interrupted Tim Scott and called him a pussy. He said, "Listen here, Sleepy Tim, you a pussy ass bitch." Mm -hmm. He said just like that. Okay, he said, "I'm a real alpha dog," because you talking about how they're weaponizing the Justice Department. Well, you got to be brave, and you got to shut down the entire FBI, motherfucker. Really? I don't remember yes, that. Yes, he made a comment about shutting down the FBI. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay. so Vivek made a comment about shutting down the entire, or like completely rehauling the entire FBI. I was like, oh my god. So, 
And then DeSantis came in. Yeah, and, I was uh, focused on the DeSantis moment. Okay. So then more we had do more dodging. Robot Ron, op, you know, he he activated, you know, the, the dodge classic mode. dodge protocol, you know, 2.0, 3.0 maybe at this point because he dodged so many times and he would not answer the question on whether right. Pence did the right or wrong thing on January 6th. Yeah. Do you think Pence did the right thing on January 6th? Robot Ron dodge dodge dodges. Right. Yes. This election is about the future. He looked directly at Brett Bear in the camera and he said, you can't touch me. Like twinkle toes dance, like right off the stage. Okay. Well, this is where, look, the question is a difficult question because it is between loyalty to America and its institutions or loyalty to Trump. And no, no one want robot. Ron doesn't want to answer that question. That's a losing question. So actually, okay. So here's why what can't you have loyalty to both? He, he, that's true, but here's what happened. This is an mm -hmm. actual, real account of what happened. Okay, Ron DeSantis, mm -hmm. he pulled out a boombox, and he played "Can't Touch Me." Okay, and then he twinkle toed danced off the stage, but right before, yes. right before he got to the curtain. Okay, he was right. like so close. He was just inches away from freedom. Right. Who Papa Pence him? came in. <laughs> Who stopped Papa him? Pe he bounced. He somehow didn't realize that Papa Pence right. had cut him off, and he bounced against Papa Pence's Papa chest. Papa Pence had an eye on him. He's like, he I did. see what's going on over and here. He grabbed, this guy doesn't want to answer this fucking question. That's right. And he grabbed DeSantis by the ear like a small child. <laughs> he, and he, he dragged him on stage by the ear, and he threw him back against the podium. And he said, you motherfucker. You little child, I know. be a man and answer the fucking question. Pence is Did like, I was there, I motherfucker. I was there. They chanted, hang Mike Pence, and you can't <laughs> even answer this fucking question. And then he took out a Bible and he bitched around <laughs> to Santa's across the face. You know, he picked up the Bible from the ground next to Nikki Haley. <laughs> <laughs> he dusted it off. He kissed it. <laughs> Then he slapped DeSantis across the face with it. Exactly. Right. He drew blood. Now he said, did... I will use the blood of my enemies to rebaptize this Bible. Now, did did Robot Ron finally escape his dodge programming and answer the question? He sort of did. Kind of. He kind of did. He kind of did. He was he was kind of forced to. Yeah. So when pressed, so after DeSantis, after Pence gave him a total spanking. Okay, yes, totally. DeSantis was like, fine, dad, God, I guess what you did was right. Jeez. <laughs> I'm not trying to start any beef here with anyone. Yeah, he, the line was he said was, I have no beef with him, meaning Pence. I have no beef with him. Right. And he, well, he said... He said he did his duty. He didn't really say if he, what he did was right or wrong. He said he did his duty. Right. He didn't have any beef with him. And then he pivoted again to talk about... And then he pivoted again, criticizing the question, saying it was a waste of time for Brett Baer to ask the question. Totally. We got to think about the future right. here. Right. We shouldn't be arguing about this stuff. Why are you asking tough questions in a presidential debate? And then Brett Baer fired back at DeSantis, saying, well... Trump is destroying the polls right now, so I think it's a pertinent question to ask. Did he really? Oh, I, I yes. forgot that. Yeah. He he worded it not exactly that way, but okay. essentially he was like he he like pulled I like out a your chart wording like, better. He he pulled out a Brett Bear pulled out a chart and he's like he's like here's Trump's polls, 
here's you all the way down at the floor. So I think it's important to ask this question, bitch. And then he yeah. rolled up the chart and he slapped DeSantis again in the face. Then the then the only reason Hutchinson is even on the <laughs> I didn't even write anything. What did Hutchinson even say? I stopped paying attention. Whenever what do you mean? Talked, this I is the only look, this is the only reason he's okay. in the debate. What do you say? Fuck Trump. January sixth was a mess. Oh, I did I missed that. Okay. He, he's a, well, there you go. Good Trump for him. is a piece of shit. Good for him. I'm not gonna support that motherfucker. <laughs> He can okay. he can burn in hell. <laughs> isn't that yes, basically? Yes, he deserved to die. He <laughs> burns in hell. Isn't that basically the only reason he's? I think that's the, the only reason they wanted him on the debate stage. Okay, maybe they had to have one never Trumper on. Well, there, Chris, right? what do you mean, Chris is Chris Christie's the never Trumper? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's funny. Chris Christie I, came out and and he, I mean he wasn't that hard, but he said he completely supported Pence. Very strong supporters of Pence. Right. So. So then we go to Christie again. Yeah. Uh, sensing, oh, this is my time to say another fuck Trump. Look, yep. people are on my side now. No one booed him. How come you booed me? <laughs> <laughs> he sense he senses a moment to brown nose Pence a little bit. <laughs> yep. And he delivers a sermon about how Pence did the right thing and right. fuck Trump and Pence is an American hero true. and make me vice president if somehow you pull this thing off. That's true. So, and then Nikki Haley came in and said, Pence did the right thing. Yep. Uh, and I guess she was the first one to really kind of draw blood against Trump saying America doesn't want a rematch between Trump and Biden. And said Trump can't win the general election. He's a fucking maniac. I was like, wow. Which is weird because, again, holy cow. I guess she's not running for vice president. Yeah. So, yeah, I was very shocked that she said that. And to be clear, you know, in my colorful rendition of uh, Mike Pence dragging his hands back on stage, he didn't just drag his hands back on stage and force him to it. He he threw out a direct challenge to everyone to answer that question. Yeah. um, About whether they thought he did the right thing or not. And unfortunately, the one person I was the most curious to hear his answer did a total dodge and didn't answer that question, and that was Vivek. Right. Didn't even ask him. He just completely like melded into the background and went camouflage. Yeah. And they just forgot he was there for a second or something because they didn't he ask the one person. He activated chameleon mode. He's yes. like, oh, I don't want to answer this question. Right. This, tr- this question is going to get me in trouble. I love Trump. <laughs> He, he he's like he went to the GM. He's like, I activate stealth. And I'm like, you're in the middle of a, bl- a brightly lit room. There's like a thousand people watching you in person, and millions of people watching you live. You cannot use stealth. And he's like, bitch, I rolled a twenty, motherfucker. And I'm like, well, he, I guess. But v- Vivek did throw out the Will Pence pardon Trump. Well, that's the pivot, yeah. right? And yeah. so then, yeah. So after Christy Haley or Nikki Haley said what she said, Vivek maybe to kind of prevent himself yeah. from being asked this question said yeah he challenged mike pence to whether he would pardon trump. donald trump right which pence's answer was kind of interesting because he's like sit down schoolboy. this is how pardons work you never delivered a pardon in your fucking life i've delivered millions of them you have to have guilt mm-hmm. conviction contrition <laughs> Like all this, all these different steps involved in the pardoning process, uh-huh. yeah, which was kind of interesting. But mm. then he settled on, yeah, I'll think about it, <laughs> right? You know, 
you know, it's, I'll think about it. I see. I disagree. I think it was a bad answer in terms of, well, bad answer for Trump supporters because it's mm -hmm. very clearly the answer is no. Right. Right. Because if you if he says no, I'll think about it. Yeah. What does that mean? I'll think about it means no. Right. So, so he had a big no. Though, as I said earlier, he smartly tied him overturning the election to Kamala, saying that she wouldn't be able to do that for Joe Biden, which I thought was smart. Um, so he kind of saved himself at the end after saying no. Essentially, he wouldn't. Okay. Well, now he we did. Move on. Well, no. Before Ukraine, he did frame the decision between the Constitution and Donald Trump. I think the most clearly here in the end. Yes. Because he said, "Look, I had a clear decision to make here between choosing Donald Trump, who's asking me to do this crazy thing." and the Constitution of the United States and, and all the greatness of America. And he said he told Trump, fuck no, I choose America, well, actually, which, is we, yeah. the, 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 which is the loyalty framing. That's super interesting. So We actually forgot, we both forgot, and I just remembered because you mm -hmm. sang this, he actually did something even, he, he pivoted, not pivoted, he took an even harder stance because when Vivek challenged him to whether he'd pardon Trump, he... He turned to Vivek, he looked deeply into his eyes, and he said, let me tell you about a man named Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, no. I... And Mike Pence pulled out his Bible again, and the light shone down from the heavens, and birds flew, and he said, let me tell you about the Lord God. Look, the entire crowd and kind suddenly, of had a the not again. And suddenly the backdrop fell behind him and like a black choir like appeared from nowhere. I started going, Hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah. And his whole opening statement, I forgot about this. It was all about how like he swore an oath not to America, but to God. Yep. He swore an oath to God. He put his hand on the Bible and he swore an oath to God to protect the Constitution. And so fuck Donald Trump. I swore to God, not to Donald Trump, bitch. The whole, the whole crowd basically had a, oh, not again. This is going to take <laughs> yeah. forever. Yes. Because when he, true. they had passed, they had passed him over. They were ready to move on to Ukraine. And Pence was like, wait a second. I was there and I have not <laughs> answered the question about what would Pence have done. Right. Yeah. So there was, right. oh shit, this is going to take forever. It did yep. take forever. But ultimately, I thought the framing was interesting. So it was interesting. I don't know if it's effective. I mean, I thought it was entertaining. But I don't know if it's effective. It depends upon how many evangelicals are in the Republican Party these days. I, I mean, we we have mm -hmm. such an internet bias because know, we're dealing with people who are young, bunch of atheists, a bunch of you dirty atheists, out there. right? Young Republicans yeah. online. So I mean, yeah, but I don't know if even religious evangelical Christians will view it like. Like oath to God versus oath to Trump. I don't know if they'll agree with that framing. This we brought up the Bernie Sanders divide in the Democratic primary, right? Everyone thought Bernie Sanders had all this young energy, and yeah. ultimately they settled on Biden because the old folks showed up and voted. I just think on the Republican side, look, the Democratic Party skews young. On the Republican side? No, obviously not. Yeah, yeah it's like the old people are going to show up and it's going to be the establishment candidate. Like, Vivek doesn't stand a chance. No, I yeah. mean, I don't disagree with you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think um, 
I think Pence will definitely get a small boost in the polling from from his performance. But oh, I'm, just, we'll, we'll have to check it out tomorrow, yeah. definitely. So I will be curious. So well, on to Ukraine. Ukraine. The question was, <laughs> sending more money to Ukraine. Right. Yeah. Would you uh, would you stop supporting Ukraine? Well, no. It was. Would you send more money? Well, oh, okay. I guess that is stop supporting in a different way of saying it. But. Right. Ramaswamy goes first and says, "No, oh, he didn't. Who? DeSantis went first. Oh, he did. Okay. That's how boring his answer was. You forgot. I did. I guess. I do, I, this is where answer. Yes. This is where Ramaswamy did the finger in the wind thing, which was just. I mean, okay, that finger was, in the wind. You didn't see that. What do you mean when, by that? When DeSantis was answering, yeah. Ramaswamy put his finger up like he was trying to see which way the wind was. Are blowing. you? I didn't. I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. He fucking like licked his finger and was like, yeah, what direction? totally. Wow. Well, I don't know if he did the. I don't know if he did the finger lick, but he was definitely doing the. You're just as DeSantis is answering the question. Ramaswamy basically says, "You're just trying to cater to public opinion here." That's retarded. What do you mean? Vivek is 100 percent trying to cater to the Republican opinion on this. Well, he, I, this was a contentious back and forth because you had again a split in the Republican Party between the isolationists and yes. the Team America. But I think the I, th I thought because I checked it out before we started streaming. I think the most recent polling is majority of Republicans are against sending really continual aid. Yeah, something like sixty percent or something. So they so. tried. Many of the candidates tried to frame it between you know obviously we need to do what we can at home which is the loyalty foundation they're saying you know our our american citizens should come first well, okay let's let's go let's go specifics okay go ahead so desantis started he had a super fucking boring answer of course he just said europe needs to pull its weight he did yeah. the, he activated dodge protocol 7.25 <laughs> exactly didn't want to answer the look i don't need question. to do anything europe can do just, it <laughs> yeah and just said like well i'm not gonna really answer whether we should spend send more money to to ukraine but i think europe should send more money to ukraine yeah. like okay i guess let them pay the bill right so then so then vivek answered and he said very clearly that he would not support increased uh sending money to ukraine right and he and he did he, he 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 dusted off he's like he's like let me he's like chat gpt write me the perfect republican slogan for not sending money to ukraine and chat gpt is like here you go and he said we need to protect our borders not the ukrainian borders right and uh, yes. then that was in his head uh and then he said that we were driving russia into china's arms and um, you didn't agree my, with any of the shit. No, I disagree with all my fucking retarded, By the way, yeah, exactly. Um, I, but I feel like, and I just want my notes were. I feel like, I feel like Vivek is smart Trump, and that he he has the ability to kind of like listen to the mob and then focus its energy into what they want to hear, but without Trump's shortcomings. Trump's answer is ten times better on Ukraine, though. What was Trump saying? Oh, Trump says I'll end the war in a day or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. Agree He's with like that. everyone wins. <laughs> sure, sure, but look, but the, the question the was war is over. We don't have to spend the money. Everyone right. is happy. They all live happily ever after. Right. That's but a better the, answer. Well, it is, but the answer, but it wouldn't really answer the question about would you say Ramaswamy is like, well, let's just leave them all for dead. Who cares? I mean, a lot of Republicans are like that. <laughs> so. 
don't yeah, know. but that's not a good answer. Trump's answer is way you. better. Okay, maybe you're right. Maybe smart Trump isn't the right way to phrase it. He's like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like internet Trump, um, who doesn't get mad or say like it's weird. He says crazy shit, but he says like crazy policy shit. Trump says like crazy shit in a different way. That makes sense. Anyway, so let's move anyway, on okay, to. Adam so then, okay, Chris, so that was his Chris, answer. Chris, Chris Christie moves into right. The he does the finger thing with DeSantis. They have their little tiff, and then Chris Christie comes in with the horrors of Ukraine. I went to Ukraine. I saw the bodies. I saw the rapes. I saw the torture. The cut off ears. The, the homeless children. All that stuff. So he's totally appealing to the Care Foundation. He's basically saying, we need to stand by these people. Yeah, and he actually used the word rape. That he was did. <laughs> he yeah. said that there are Russian soldiers stealing children and raping Ukrainian women. So I was yep. like, holy shit. He was so very, very, very strongly in support of, of uh, sending more money to Ukraine. So right, yeah. Good for him. Who Who's next? Pence. Pence. America can this help is when, Ukraine. This is when Pence, right. Pence, like he turned around, he turned back, he looked like General, uh, like the general from Star, from Star Wars. <laughs> He's oh yeah, the yeah. Full, like, like the Empire outfit. The Admiral. The Admiral, yes, Admiral for his name, the General Tark, Tark or whatever. He said, he said, America can help Ukraine and make America great. That's we right. Do, we can do both. And he said, Ramaswamy, why are you such a little pussy? Why the fuck are you such a little wimp? You want to run home with your tail between your legs? Mm -hmm. We have friends in Ukraine. Yep. We, we have plenty. We're America. We're the best place in the world. We mm -hmm. don't run like scared little bitches, Ramaswamy. And then Ramaswamy. Oh, wait, before you get to, to Ramaswamy. So. After he put on his black gloves and he clenched his fist, he said, I, I, I think this is a direct quote because I wrote down, he said, he said, America can both be the leader of the free world and protect our borders. Right. And he, and he looked at Vivek and he said, your plan is the giveaway bitch plan. You're giving it away. And he said, he said, and it's, it's actually as it a pretty good, pretty good rhetoric uh, strategy. He said, this is a giveaway to Putin because you think Putin will stop at Ukraine? No. Once he has Ukraine, he's going to march into a NATO country. And then we're going to have to send American soldiers to fight and die against Putin. Oh, you're right. You're Yeah, you're totally right. And I was like, oh, okay, well. I mean, like, I don't think that's true, but you know, it's good rhetoric. Your pussy bitch foreign policy is going to get us into World War III. I'm, I'm actually kind of shocked he didn't say appeasement. Oh, that would have been that would have been good. That would have been the line, yeah. So I I, I felt Ramaswamy completely lost this exchange. Oh, was he got annihilated take? in this exchange. Yes. Okay, so he was destroyed. Yes. Yeah, this right. is when I messaged you. I'm like, oh man, that was crazy. Yep. So, uh, so Rama, Vivek said, right? Yeah. Go he, ahead. He he did he did, and it's so funny because I just I just looked up the clip. I forget why he did the classic. Obama Mitt Romney debate mistake. Right. I remember when Obama was debating Mitt Romney, Mitt Romney said Russia is the number one threat. And Obama laughed Laughs. his face. You're right. And he said, The Cold War's over, dumb fuck. 
the USSR is gone. Right. And then yep. two years later, uh, Russia invades and takes Crimea. <laughs> right. So, he did say that shit. He's like, he we're, said, driving, yes. we're driving yes. Russia into the arms of China. The Cold War is over. He said, the USSR is gone. The Cold War is over. And then right. Pence had a very quick-witted reply. He says, I'm so sorry, Vivek, that it offends you that I called Russia communist. Oh, you're right. Oh, that was good. That was that was brilliant. Yeah. And then, yes, that was a very good response. Implying that, that Vivek is, is a communist. Yes. But then Vivek had a good, he had a good, another quick response to that, uh, where he said, he he said communist China is the problem, which is a good response because then it's showing, it's showing that he's not afraid to label someone communist. Right. Oh um, yeah. That so he so he pivoted and said he said no, you're rushing, you're pushing Russia in the arms of communist China. You know, communist China is the problem. And then Pence responded saying, "You complete child, you utter dumb fuck, go back to the table because if we don't do anything with Ukraine, China's going to invade Taiwan." Right, and that's yeah. when he looked into the camera and he said, "Peace through strength." Love it. And every neocon had a fucking masterful erection. The table of every neocon was rose three inches at that moment. <laughs> and every right wing populist said, "I'm never voting for events yeah, ever exactly. again." Because they don't like any of this fucking Warhawk rhetoric anymore. Oh so. my god! Well, I gotta find. I gotta see what Jimmy Dore's response to this exchange is tomorrow. I, I'm sure he's like he's like Vivek is a hero. Ah, Mike Pence is just the military-industrial complex. <laughs> so then Nikki Haley steps in, and Nikki Haley yes. goes on the. You know, we have friends in Ukraine line. Well, you know, we we have to protect our friends. Wait, 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 wait. You're not setting this up right. Okay. So after uh, Pence just like bloodied uh, uh, Vivek's nose, he just slapped around Vivek, Vivek and then punched him in the nose. Okay. Right. Nikki Haley comes over and is like, can I help you here? <laughs> can I help right. you? Yeah, up? no. She, she's like, he's lying on the ground. He She comes up and she's like, <laughs> look. kicking him. <laughs> I see a spot here. Look, let me kick him in the nuts. <laughs> yeah. The uh, this is this is the moment when I was like, "Oh, DeSantis is totally getting away with it. <laughs> like murder here." Mm -hmm. But he was the, dodging. You don't understand that was totally he did. He the was dodge totally protocol dodging did work. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. So the interesting part of this exchange is Nikki Haley comes off with some like boring numbers about our defense budget or whatever. And, mm -hmm. you know, we have to help our friends and, you know, stuff I, you know, I basically agree with that the, we're not spending too much money over there. And obviously our commitments are important. And Ramaswamy comes out and calls her, basically a corporate shill and says she's auditioning for a job at Raytheon at, or and Lockheed Martin. Lockheed Martin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Which is interesting being as we've just, you know, metaphorically placed him on the ground and her kicking <laughs> him in the nuts. Right. Mm -hmm. He's like, as he's getting kicked in the nuts, you corporate shill. Right. And then in response to that, then she then stomped his face in <laughs> mm -hmm. because so 
so first so the 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 the, the metaphorical kicking of the nuts was him was her saying vivek is choosing putin a murderer over a good american country like ukraine right okay that was that was how she described it right i was like holy people shit. are gonna doubt that one but yeah anyway. I, I thought that her message i think i thought her calling ukraine a good american country was a misstep but i think right. people will forget that because they'll just hear that she, him saying that or her saying that she chose a murderer choosing the side with murderer and then when vivek said um what he said she he he tried to interrupt her and call her like the Lockheed Martin shill. And she just slapped him in the face and interrupted him back. And he totally backed down. And she's like, you're just fucking weak on Israel. You're a oh, weak you're ass right. little bitch. And you're a fucking asshole for attacking everyone. You fucking asshole. <laughs> you're right. And he was like, okay. <laughs> he didn't respond. He just kind of got slapped down. Right. I'm like, oh, oh, wow, okay. So he, I mean, Vivek completely got like beat the crap on that. Like he lost that all that exchange handily. The Pence and the Nikki Haley one, they just beat the crap out of him. So, right, okay. So then they beat up on uh, Ramaswamy a bit, and DeSantis does. Well, come let me just in. to be clear. Even if so, even if you agree with the isolationist stance, he still his defense of that position was very weak so their their defense of our need to be in ukraine was very strong as well yes. because they kept throwing strong, in yeah. all the potential disasters calling putin a, a murderer rapist you know talking about the bodies and shit yes. i just look you look like a pussy if you're an isolationist after that exchange. Yeah. I mean, if you would want, especially as a Republican, you're like, what the fuck? Team America, military first. Yeah, he didn't, even if you support the isolationist position, he did not do a good job in that exchange. Just like like the, the rhetoric and the uh, how it all came off persuasion wise. So in my notes here next, I have DeSantis comes in and says defending America is America's first priority and Ukraine money should go to the border. Like, how does That's that play after this yeah. exchange? So kind of makes him was, look weak. That was the the Dodge protocol because yeah, he, he said uh, what she said earlier, which is that we shouldn't be sending money to our troop to the troops in Ukraine. We should be sending our troops to the U.S. border. And then Nikki tried to, and this was actually a good move. You know, Robot Ron actually had a good response here because Nikki tried to interrupt him, saying. And she said, we can do both. And he slapped her away and said, he said, but we're not, bitch. Oh, yeah, that was a good comeback. And she kind of just quieted after that. So she said, we can do both. And he said, yeah, well, we're not. <laughs> why, aren't yeah. we, well, why aren't we? Right. And then he said, and this was. But the people, logical answer that she yeah. should have said is because, well, the Democrats are in charge. They want an open border. You that dumbass. Yeah, that should have been. That would have been the good <laughs> You return. dumbass. Because Biden's president, idiot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then, so then this people will be talking about this. This is what they'll be using to attack DeSantis um, with tomorrow if someone wants to attack him. He said, we're not going to send troops to Ukraine. We're going to send troops to our southern borders. And we're going to leave the drug pushers stone cold dead. Did he really say that? Wow. He did. That was his exact Hardcore. words. 
Yes, he said that they were going to send troops to the southern border to <coughs> to shoot and kill the drug pushers. And I actually looked it up. This is a line he's used several times in the past. Really? Wow. It was a prepared line, yes. So, yeah, we drifted off into secure the border and uh, finish, finish the wall with Ukraine money. <laughs> like Yes, and shoot them dead. Fentanyl is a bigger problem. Yeah. And then we had... Tim Schnooze. Oh, yeah. Sleepy Tim. Sleepy Tim. Do you remember what Sleepy Tim's solution to all this was? Secure secure the border and finish the wall. Yes, but do you remember how he's going to fund it? With Ukraine money. No, he said he was going to fire IRS agents. Oh, okay. And hire use that money to hire more border agents. <laughs> I'm like, okay, buddy. <laughs> all right. That's a job. That's a, that's a way to do it. Right. Anyway, okay, the, the next question was border was, invasion. Would you send troops to invade Mexico? <laughs> right. And this when I said border invasion, you guys is, thought I meant people the invading people invading our border, right? No, no, no. We're gonna invade Mexico. It's us is, invading is, the Mexican border. <laughs> Are you going to send troops to invade Mexico to, to stop crime or whatever, right. whatever you want? Right. And and actually, Robot Ron, he, he turned off his Dodge protocol and he answered a fucking question for once. <laughs> he and did. he said, he said, eliminate, <laughs> destroy, <laughs> eliminate, eliminate, must destroy so he's Mexico. Still, so he's still a robot. He's still a robot. now he's a deadly robot. <laughs> Yes, now he's a deadly robot. Yes, he started screaming, eliminate, eliminate. And he started shooting lasers right. out of his eyes. And he walked into the crowd. He started beating up random people that looked like they could have been Mexican in the crowd. And everyone was screaming. Oh, no. oh, and then no. quickly you saw DeSantis' handlers run out. And they like opened up his back and they like fixed this programming. And then he, like, went, then he slowly and awkwardly walked back to stage. And everyone pretended like that didn't just happen. So he's in favor of sending troops to the border. He's all, kids are dying of fentanyl. Someone ate one pill and died right in my very presence. <laughs> I was holding a man dying of a fentanyl overdose. Yes. Right. No, it, was, it wasn't just a border. He said he was advocating. He said that he would send troops. I think he even literally said day one. <laughs> I think he said day one, he'd be willing to send troops to mm -hmm. invade Mexico to take out the drug cartels. So right. he, had, he had the strongest stance on this there. So. So Pence answered that he would also do this. Well, right? he, so he he gave a good he gave the good rhetoric. He said, "We locked down the border and Biden threw it open again." Right. Yeah. And then, but he did. He said that what he said was not that the U.S. would invade Mexico. He said that the U.S. military would be happy to work with the Mexican military to attack cartels. Boring. Yeah, classic you know oh uh, where's the we want him to invade the country don't send you know we don't want you to invade you know protect ukraine from russia we only invade the country at home right this is when he had that cringy humility line that completely tanked with the audience do you remember that no i don't what was that he said you know we we reduced illegal immigration by 90% and he's like going on about how he's the guy with all the experience mm. and you know he wants to humbly tell everyone how 
amazing he will be and everyone's like oh, oh. oh okay, going on uh-huh. for like 20 minutes here <laughs> this right. doesn't sound like a humil like a humility type speech so and he kind of caught himself midway through thinking nothing i have said here seems humble right right so then we moved on to chris christie chris christie right which he i mean he kind of dodged a bit he was like oh we just stop him from coming in and yeah he gave uh, a very boring answer sure um he said we'll detain them and the moderator said well what are you going to do after you detain them and he's like would she asked would you deport Deport them yeah he said he's like sure (laughs) yeah (laughs) send them back sure so then we moved on to education, which was kind of a boring section, I thought. Well, I don't agree. Okay. What's your what was your take on education? So so uh, so they asked education and then Vivek's up first. And he said he wanted to throw out he right. literally wanted Ban to shut the Department down. of Education. He wanted to destroy the Department of the Federal Department of Education. I was like, "What?" But that's he look that's his stance. That's been his stance forever. I guess so. I know. That's yeah, it's, it's a stupid fucking stance, but okay. Right. He wants to, sh- and then he kind of like rattled off. I didn't write them all down. He rattled off. He wanted to shut down a bunch of other federal government agencies right. from existing completely. Um, I was he like, wants okay. a civics test for voting. He he's mad about he, fatherlessness. He he want yeah. He, and this is where Adam got really mad. He wanted every kid in high school uh, to have to pass the civics test that that immigrants uh, have to take to immigrate to this country. And presumably to vote. Right. So I was like, oh, okay. Uh, but then, yeah, then he started to pivot back to more standard Republican talking points. Uh, government, yeah, he said the government pays to not have a father in the house, which people will like. But he said that a lot. And then he had the big applause line where he said, the nuclear family is the greatest form of governance in mankind. Everyone went, yay. Yeah. So everyone liked that one. I agree. He's still the same person, but uh, I agree. But he's going to do very well with the uh, Trump base. So, and the only other notable thing that I have from that section is Nikki Haley came out against transgender women in sports. She did. That's true. She did. She said that women in sports is the women's issue of our time, and that biological boys don't belong in the locker room. I guess they belong in their own locker room, right? There you go. Uh, and then what I have another from that section was okay. so Brett Bear asked Pence if he supported this, uh, like an intelligent, some kind of test, some kind of intelligence test. And Pence made the joke: everyone in DC, everyone in DC and Washington, oh yeah, to pass an intelligence test. <laughs> um, but then he said he he threw he he did a side eyed swipe at Vivek, and he said. We need a president who isn't too old. And he looked directly at Vivek and said, or too young. Yeah, he did. And he looked at him and said, look at that little wee lad over there. You can still see he's wearing a diaper. He can't even grow a beard. (laughs) We need to fix education. We don't need a president who's still in school. (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, so then Vivek kind of fired back and he kind of, he, he didn't really directly address what he said. He said, um, 
he kind of like started talking about the working class. Well, this is when he said that we need a a new generation of leadership, right? Yes. He basically true. owned it, which was good. <clears throat> that's true. He did he did own it. He said the working class was tired of like hearing the Pence kind of old uh rhetoric. And this is where he this is why I said it was interesting because earlier in the conversation or in the debate, Pence had kind of used Reagan as a stand-in for tradition, like we need to go back to traditional conservative values like Reagan. And here, Vivek, you said that I'm going to kind of use the Reagan energy that was like the revolutionary energy of the 80s. So they kind of both used Reagan in completely opposite ways. Right. That was funny. Oh, this is also where Pence said Vivek has never voted or has only voted twice. Yes. He called him out on that. Yes. Like, you want to be a leader like Reagan? You've never even voted. Right. <laughs> you dumbass. Yep. Yep. And then they had the uh, the lightning round. Right. And Actually, funny, I, have all, I have all of these under the lightning round, so. Oh, okay. Well, I guess yeah. this was. So there's a part that's funny because they started arguing. I think Vivek and Penn started arguing back and forth. And Brett was like, Every, all you motherfuckers, shut up. Oh, you shut up. I said this is the lightning round, not the rolling thunder round. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I remember like, that. spread over here. And then uh, Sleepy Tim, Sleepy Tim turned, and he said- I, I wrote, Scott keeps talking at the wrong time. What a goof. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember Scott kept trying to get in on the action when the rolling thunder was taking place, and yes. it just wasn't working out. No, no one cares about Sleepy Tim. I tell you, he just, he sounds like Chappelle doing the white guy voice. It's just, you can't get it out of your head when you hear it. Okay. <laughs> That's horrible. Uh, so Sleepy Tim is like, you know, well, we need to break the backs of the teacher unions, blah, 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 blah. Right, teacher right, right. union bad, you know, blah. Jesus saves, but teachers unions yes. suck. <laughs> yeah, right. Heard it all before. Um, and then for some reason they asked, I don't know why the hell they asked us. They asked DeSantis. If he, if he supported mandatory military service. Which right, I and I thought, oh, this is interesting. This is Sitch's question here. Well, first of all, I don't. I, I support mandatory civic service or military service. But I don't know why they asked him that. Like, if like, because he just said no. Like, obviously not. So I don't know, like, if he had said something that related to that, but he said no. He didn't support mandatory military service. It's like, okay. I thought he did great on this question because he pivoted to the mm -hmm. Loyalty Foundation. He's like, I, Robot Ron, <laughs> signed up after 9-11. That's true. He did do that. I did my duty. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he did do that. I mean, he is a, he was a good answer, except, of course, it's Robot Ron. So, you know, you have to knock off <laughs> half the points. for the, You have to discount. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have for half the points for the tone of voice he uses and the lack of charisma. So, <laughs> But good we, for him, right? Yep. I mean... He did serve in the military. We landed on Chris Christie, Chris Christie for the for the weirdest question of the <laughs> night. Chris Christie's like, "Why are you asking me this stupid fucking question?" But it was what's her? I forget who the lady was. That was Brett Bear. She's right. like, "So, how do you feel about aliens?" <laughs> yeah, UFOs. You gonna tell what? the American people what's what, or are you gonna hide it like everyone else? Because he, Chris Christie actually gave a fantastic answer to this question. Because first of all, he mocked the question in a playful way. He said, oh my God, you're giving me the UFO question? 
And so everyone laughed, including the the moderator who asked the question. So he he was he was able to like ridicule the question without like belittling the moderator. So it was very good rhetorically. And then he played it very well. He actually he had the he perfect he had the perfect answer to this question. I, I was shocked because when I watched this, I was like, like how would you answer this? this? Is why I would never be a politician. He had the perfect answer to this. I've never thought this. He's like he's like listen, when I'm president of the United States, you know, he said in order to be president of the United States, it has to you have to be honest and when he said that he pulled out a, a life-size doll of donald trump just so you knew what he was right. saying right and he pointed and he, right to and him. he pointed out and he <laughs> said he said when you're president you have to be honest not like this fucking orange bastard right. but you need to be honest and when it comes to talking about aliens or anything else you have to be truthful with american people not like this guy right and then he pulled out a marker and he wrote liar on his forehead. That's right. He wrote liar. Then he pulled out a gun and he shot the <laughs> Trump doll in the face. Then he pulled out a chainsaw and he chopped up into little pieces. And the chainsaw said truth on the plane. <laughs> oh, my God. That's good. And then everyone was cheering. So he threw the chainsaw into the crowd. But then it right. was a chainsaw. So people were like, oh, shit. It's like chopping people up as it fell down. They all ran out of the way. But a That's little right. girl got she oh, a little not... girl got it's fucking <laughs> cut in half. And unfortunately, it was so violent and bloody and brutal that that's where they had the end of the debate. And that was the end of the debate. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. So. I mean, unfortunately not, because the last section was kind of boring. But there's one thing before we move on to the right. to the proud to be an American section. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice, and I, I just, I wondered, because obviously the rules of the debate here are if you are mentioned by somebody else, you will get a chance to respond. And I felt like Chris Christie in the final moments of the debate threw a bone to sleepy Tim Scott. <laughs> and Tim respond. Scott got, he totally got snubbed. He totally yep. got snubbed in his, in his UFO diatribe. He's like, and Tim totally got this right. And I think he winked. Yep. Like you're next up, Tim. Give me yep. your speech. Yep. And they went to commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they snubbed him or not, but it was pretty funny. No, it's like so basically what happened was it so he throws it the bone to Tim. Tim starts talking, and as he's like opening his mouth, he's like, <laughs> it cuts the commercial. <laughs> oh man. They're like, this is a good even, time to cut the commercial. They didn't even <laughs> they didn't even mention it. They should have put the camera on Tim. And then, you know, with, and his then little, with his finger up, oh, me. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, cuss the commercial. And then when the commercials end, you see he just finished speaking. <laughs> and Brett was like, that was a very wonderful answer, Mr. Scott. That's anyway, so or bad. Senator Scott. Anyway. I do feel like they were kind of bending over backwards to help Tim Scott out. He's just, he's so sleepy and boring. It's like, I no know. Issues. They were like, okay, now we, unfortunately we have to hear from Tim Scott. Tim. Right. <laughs> so then we move on to the final delivery of their, I guess it's their outro. Like, I, did, their I took no notes statement. on that I, I found them all kind of boring. But Okay, I was going to ask. Yeah. I I took notes, but nothing really. Nothing jumped out at me. Yeah. Yeah, nothing was super special. Um, Ramaswamy gave his his basic Trump speech, his 
there are only two genders. I believe in mm -hmm. God. Yep. Yeah. Stumps. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing really. This is where Nikki Haley did the weird thing about my husband deployed recently and now I'm going to save America while he's off. And she never even says where he deployed to. I'm like, I thought we were out of all the. Yeah. Where, is, where did he deploy to? Yeah. Did he deploy, deploy to the, the strip club down the street or something? <laughs> Hey, baby, we aren't in a war anymore. <laughs> anyway. Maybe you're not, but I am. So, Fortunate sun plays in the background. My last note, because obviously they go in order, and DeSantis yep. is leading in the poll, so he's last. My last note is DeSantis, Robot Ron. Because <laughs> <laughs> his closing statement just read like an animatronic sculpture from Disneyland. Yeah, the uh, Paul of Presidents. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad news. All right, so that's that's basically the recap on and my do you have any closing thoughts before we wrap up the stream? I guess we got to read some super chats. But... Uh Zero Fox sent a funny meme. It's Robot Ron 2024 vending machine in chief. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. Uh closing thoughts. Uh I think I think Vivek will get the biggest bump from this. Uh, despite the fact that he got completely shivved in the middle of the debate, I think his really strong performance in the beginning will get him uh, a big boost from this. I think the debate helped him overall strongly, despite his missteps. Uh, I think I think Pence did really well, but I'm not sure he will get a big boost from this because he's. I guess we'll see. You know who who is controlling the Republican Party now? Is it the Internet Republicans or is it the Touch Grass Normies? I think it's a touch grass normies. I'm not sure. I'm not yeah, sure. it's it'll be interesting to see. So just to lay out right now, or before the debate, obviously, if they're polling now, the polling might be different. But DeSant the polling order is DeSantis, then Ramaswamy, then Pence, then Haley, then Scott, then Christie, then Burgum, then Hutchinson. So those might change. You think? Uh, I think that's. I think that exact pattern is going to still exist. Okay, you don't think anyone's moving anywhere? Well, I think Swami's going to move up closer to DeSantis, right? Um, but I don't think the order is going to change. Okay, cool. I wouldn't think so. We'll I mean, see I think what the other two people drop into obscurity, but we'll see what happens. I think this was a ten times more fun debate than than the normal democratic debates like i said just i think mm -hmm. it's the republicans seem to be more rambunctious more eager to make each other look like shit which is always <laughs> always more fun so mm -hmm. uh overall a fun debate yeah no it was uh i mean the first part of it interesting to watch fun i think my uh, telling of the debate was more fun than the debate itself of course, like Sitch and Adam always have a good time. Like, uh, look, <laughs> just I dream of a day mm -hmm. when I can feed our Sitch and Adam live stream yeah. into an AI algorithm and say, make this debate for us. I want to see Pence slap Nikki Haley with the Bible. <laughs> with the fucking Bible. And I want to see it say Bible across her forehead. <laughs> I want to see Pence dust off the Bible and kiss it. 
because that's uh that's going to be a lot mm-hmm. of fun yes yes someday someday, someday. until someday. then you got to listen to sitch and adam that's right to get that get get all that amazing imagery uh twitter socks for 20 dollars says Haley is supposed to be a conservative while proposing a compromise at a nationwide 15 weeks ban absolutely not the position that differentiates actual conservatives is a complete ban on abortion her percentage will drop um I don't know. We'll see. I am curious because, again, as I said, there's been sort of like the conflict of states' rights on on the issue. So, but you could be right. You could be right. I do think that the Democrats having this weird women's rights position does open up an opportunity for Republicans to make this argument without looking like total hypocrites on the states' mm-hmm. rights thing. I think that's you're a great saving point. babies. I think that's a great point, and you could be right. And that, that's literally what um, Pence and Tim Scott did was because they said the Democrat, the blue states are acting crazy. And yeah. so they'll use that as a good excuse to push a uh, federal or something. I don't think – I I think they have to be careful, though. I think that's why even Pence was going with – he said 15-week ban, even though he hinted at something stronger. I think if they go too strong against, if, I think if I think if the Republican candidate comes out and says that he wants a full pro-life nationwide ban, I I think that's too strong a position. I think just that will hurt. That's the death of the Republican Party. I yeah, just, I think that's not a good a good move. Seventy percent of Americans don't want that. I just right. I don't know how you can. Granted, I think you know there's probably thirty percent of people who are pro-life that think life begins at conception and want a complete ban on all abortion yeah i think the 15-week ban is a smart political move for the republicans to push for on a national level they said that's when they feel pain is the pain and consciousness thing kind of at the same point or was it 12 weeks i don't know 15 12 weeks whatever the number was but well he never makes it clear i think it's pence right. that says when a fetus can feel pain 15 right weeks. that was the that was the yeah right uh twitter sex for 20 hours says if you do not want a complete abortion ban you aren't conservative you can be a neocon and say oh six week bans or oh 15 week ban but you absolutely cannot claim to be a conservative it is the policy position well i guess i mean if you mean conservative like uh, i mean i guess it depends how you define conservative obviously the more conservative position is the completely pro-life position. I just, I don't think a nationwide ban on abortion is just a politically feasible position for the Republican party at the moment. So I would be pretty shocked if any of them openly supported that. I don't think they will. Cause I would imagine Pence would be the most pro-life and even he was not willing to publicly say that. So yeah, he brought a Bible to the debate and he brought a Bible debate. That's true. Uh, J-Mac, our surrogate father, thanks so much, Daddy yeah, J-Mac. wow. With the 50 gifted memberships. Thank you Thank so you much. Thank you so much. Okay, let me uh, start over from the beginning and read all In the, the beginning. In the there beginning. There was a PC gift. There was Mike Pence and a Bible. <laughs> and he said, he looked at Adam and even he said, put some damn underwear on. Okay, PC, thanks so much, PC, for the five gifted memberships. Thank you, PC. Yeah, thanks. Uh, John Benor for $2 says, hi, Adam. Hi. I like that that meme's catching on. It's great. There you go. Wow, the Wooster. I don't even know if I could say this. The Wooster for $2 <laughs> using a slur. 
for Indian people. Okay. Is that a slur? Is it a slur? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll just skip it. Nikki Haley committed violence on Vivek. Uh, Punjabi is the Indian Aryan language natively spoken by the Punjabi people. Okay. Oh, look at this. Wait, I got. Wait, I got the thing. Search with AI power boost from Google. Try it now. Oh, it, it Ooh, came I'm back excited. to ask you a question. Yes, I, I'm agree. I mean, it's for a question. I don't need them to search for. A Admiral Nelson for five months says. Wait, 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 wait. Just tell the, me who I should wait, wait. vote for. The, the Wooster said Nikki Haley committed violence on Vivek. Did you read that? I did. Yeah. Oh, I got distracted by the AI. Yeah, I know. That's why I was okay. reading the things. Admiral Nelson, just tell me who I should vote for. Sitch. I I don't fucking know. Yeah. That's. I mean, you want my you, you want to... my answer? You're not gonna like it. None of these fucking joke. <laughs> Sitch well. is Sitch is voting for Trump. Sitch is actually there. You go. Listen, a secret, as, as, listen, a secret official, Trump supporter. The, the official secret Trump supporter, obviously, that has to be my position, right? So, <laughs> there you go. There's a there's a narrative going around, guys, mm -hmm. that Sitch is a secret Trump supporter. Yeah, it's true. Which That's I the, find to be I heard one of the most hilarious <laughs> things I've ever heard before. As there's one moment. I remember, look, this, I think there's actually, there's two moments. There's one Sitch debated for like five or six hours, every single fan in our community that was against Trump impeachment, the first Trump impeachment mm -hmm. debated like 20 people back to back. I learned a lot about Trump impeachment from that <laughs> conversation because I was just kind of there moderating. There's there's that moment which makes me think, man, Sitch really doesn't like Trump. <laughs> and then there's one moment. Yeah. God, I don't know. I don't know if anyone can find the stream. But there was one moment, and I don't know what we were talking about. I, I don't, don't even think it was related. Yeah, trouble. Trump came up and yeah. Sitch just went off, man. Wow. Why are you trying to get me he... in so much trouble? Stop trying to get me in trouble. Okay? Why? Why are you look, trying to look? This is trying just to pull people away from S class. This is just honest, man. Okay. And he just was like Trump, motherfucking this lie and that lie. And I don't remember this. I I remember it to this day okay. because I just I just I did the Homer Simpson thing. I just kind of slowly backed up right. and was like, just let him burn it. Just let it burn out. <laughs> I think people. I think someone. I was arguing with someone in chat who was defending. <laughs> Um, or they might have, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it seemed like it, a chat the, the, argument. The two, the, the two things that trigger me with the Trump was people mm. um, defending the trying to trying to coerce Ukraine into investigating Burisma mm -hmm. to get after Biden. That or the it wasn't a big deal that Trump literally tried to tell the states to throw out the, the votes, the vote for him. So it's probably one of those issues. Look, so if I was probably if, arguing with someone about that, got triggered. If someone, if someone could find it, I mean, I it would be interesting because obviously your memory memory is super fallible. It's funny when people talk about eyewitness testimony. Obviously, I was there. I witnessed this. It made an impression on me. I remember it to this day, but I could. I've rerun the memory so many times that I probably am changing it as I rerun it. But I think it was something about voting. And Voting. somebody was trying to say, you know, if you were 
a real centrist, you would at least consider voting for Trump. And you were like, fuck hmm. that. I'm not voting for Trump. Fucking <laughs> fuck you. The okay. fucking shit. Like, uh-huh. And it was just raining. Just oh, anti- I do, I do. Now you say that, I kind of vaguely remember this. It, you was you were raining anti-Trump thunder and mm, lightning. Okay. And I just kind of I let it. I just was I cataloged it. I was like, wow, he really hates Trump. <laughs> Those were the two moments that I consciously said to myself, wow, Sitch really does not like Listen. Trump. I don't know why you're saying this. I'm a secret Trump supporter. I know. I'll be supporting Trump in the upcoming well, election. Well, no, this is this is why this is exactly why I'm saying it is because when the secret Trump narrative goes around, right. these are the two moments that immediately <laughs> pop into my brain. Right. And I think, yeah, you guys are full of shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no one's ever going to find that. They're going to find some place where you actually gave Trump the benefit of the doubt because what he did was like the media was lying about him or I whatever know. i said to find people thing was a hoax uh, yeah exactly you know, they're gonna look to those kinds right. of this is you can't prove a negative you can't prove that you're not a secret trump supporter true that's like yeah. impossible so well i did i did not ever but you know here's the here's the compelling evidence okay mm-hmm. i did defend trump for the fine people thing <laughs> but i didn't defend him for the bleach comment <laughs> okay you're right there you I, go. I did <laughs> Look, it's so obvious you meant light. You did it first. I'm pretty sure. Didn't you? Didn't you uh, retract that after when he was directly asked about that? He said he was joking. No, he look in the debate. He said yeah. I was being sarcastic, and that's when I said <laughs> okay. Trump is he's such a liar. He's yeah. such a liar. That's the worst answer ever. I know. I'm, anyway. I'm, t- I'm, I'm telling you, he was not talking about the light, but whatever. Casey, uh, Casey Anderson for five dollars. Thank you, Casey. Says if Trump is nominated, I blame them if Biden wins. He cannot lead in a crisis, and I would trust more. I trust most other Republican candidates over him. I mean, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. Uh, if you if you said okay, Sitch, you have to choose one of these people to be president. Let me think. Who would you choose, Adam? If you had to choose one of these people to be president, who would you choose? Hmm. Let me think. Mike Pence is crazy. <laughs> um, I like his peace through strength, but he's kind of crazy. Well, I, I think I I think I'd actually I think I'm probably going with Robot Ron. Really interesting. Yeah, look, I like robots. Mm. I Ro- think Ro- I would. I go, mean, look, yeah. he seems like the safe bet to to be honest with right. you. Right. So. Yeah, but he, I don't know, he just says some crazy shit, does some crazy shit. But. I do like Pence's strength through peace, but he's going right. to throw like a complete abortion ban on you somewhere. Right, exactly. I think I would go with Nikki Haley. Oh, really? I had to, yeah. She seemed the most moderate the in the girl conversation. You're, maybe, maybe Meatball Ron, because Meatball Ron did do a six-month ban in... Six-week. Six-week ban well, in she did Florida. Too. Oh, she did. Oh, I everyone's think. got the six-week ban yeah. on the table. Wow. But she was the only one kind of trying to appeal to some kind of moderateness. Mm-hmm. So I do appreciate that. Even though I know it's not going to play well with Republican voters. What's Fatso's position on the abortion stuff? Yeah, it's weird because uh, I mean, I like cr- like he Chris Christie's kind of trying to come off as moderate, but I don't trust him. Mm-hmm. 
because of all the other shit that he's done. So. Right, yeah. Uh, Christian Bond for five dollars says, Adam, I miss your beautiful eyes. He wanted me to take my sunglasses off. Oh, now you have the laser eyes. I know, I took them off for a minute. Here, I'll take. I'll do the. Look at go. this. Sammy G. Sammy G for $5. S class Brigadier General of Art and Degeneracy. Okay. <laughs> of Art and Degeneracy. He says. The only person I'm rooting for in this election is Adam winning his bet against Sinch. Nice. Wow. My sounds own like Brigadier General. Sounds like someone's A-team friendly here. Wow. You got a Pergosian here. This is Sammy the <laughs> Chef right here. Sammy Pergosian. That's, that's what the yeah. G and Sammy G stands for. It stands for Pergosian. This is um, this is Sitch's Chef here. Wow. Watch out. Gotta be careful. Watch out, watch Sammy. Out. I, I need a food taster. Don't <laughs> Sammy needs to watch out. Pergosian yeah, like, di didn't come to a came to an untimely end. Well, have you actually heard? So there's a new theory. Well, there's, okay, so there's like three theories. The theory, well, okay, there's four theories. The the first oh theory my God. is okay. The first theory is it's completely accident. He just died by accident. No one believes that. <laughs> okay, right? they had video of the plane falling out of the sky. I mean, it's I know, weird. I saw. Yeah, no one believes that it was just an accident, right? Okay, that's the theory one, number one. Theory number two, uh, he, Putin shot a missile at him to kill him. Right. right. That's probably the most common theory. Theory three, Bergosian was already dead, and everyone on the plane was already dead, and they just put a bunch of bodies, dead bodies on the plane, and they just shot a missile. <laughs> or they just, you know, had the plane crash full mm -hmm. of dead bodies, right? Okay. Theory four, Bergosian, Bergosian faked his own death to escape. He set it up. He set up the plane crash. Okay. And what he put his teeth are? in someone else's mouth or something? I mean, well, they, I mean, have they found the body? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Because obviously, if they find the body, that won't be true, right? Right. Yeah. So, do they even have dental records in Soviet Russia? Well, it's not Soviet Russia. In Russia, but, Russia. Uh, in Russia, Russia. Yeah, I think most likely. I don't think it's the case. I think, I think three is probably the most likely situation that he's already dead, and everyone on the plane was probably already dead, and they just. You know, a bunch I mean, of why waste there. a perfectly good plane? Why not just bury him in cement? Because they want to be like a big spectacle. Oh, okay. Like everyone knows he killed them, but did he? You know, like he wants to like like. That thin veneer of plausible deniability. I just imagine them setting up a jet that doesn't work. It doesn't even have engines. <laughs> like <laughs> in a big slingshot. <laughs> like flinging it across the <laughs> flinging it out of Moscow. Oh look. <laughs> the plane's crashing. A plane is crashing. <laughs> I could have foreseen this. That'd actually be pretty funny. <laughs> look, a plane with no engines. <laughs> totally stripped down. How did this happen? <laughs> I can't believe this. That would add some spectacle to it, wouldn't it? That's true. That's true. Daily dose for two dollars. Wait, what's a five hundred dollar bet situation? S class is ye. Yep. So uh your good pal sits here. Right. Made very, the very stupid stupidest decision of his entire life. Yes, very stupid decision to uh bet Adam five hundred dollars that Donald Trump would not make it to the first primary. Well, you 
would drop out. Look, he, the bet would willingly was, drop out. Yeah, the bet was Sitch said he wasn't even running for president. No, 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 no. I said he was running for president, but not sincerely, and that the he note, would drop out before the first primary. The note that I have written on my desk from when we first made this bet: mm -hmm. five hundred dollars. Trump runs for president. That's literally what. <laughs> My position was always, and anyone can go back, my position was always he was going to make it look like he was running for president, but I thought he would drop out before the first primary, that he wasn't, it wasn't a sincere run, but that he was always going to act like he was running for president. That was always my position. Okay. So, but it was a dumb bet because I do think he's sincerely running for president. <laughs> he is now. That's... Yeah. And also I kind of fucked myself because I gave Adam the out of saying, well, if he gets arrested... I don't win. The bet is a push and it just gets nullified. Right. I should have said no. If he gets arrested, <laughs> I win the bet. Well, I mean, it, it's so. a push, so. Right. Yeah. No, but I should, I should, the bet should have been if I, if he gets arrested, I just win. He's, look, he's running for president, though. Like, that's, that's okay. why. Okay. The bet was that he was going to run I for know. president. You I'm said aware. He's, I'm not changing. I'm just saying I should have. You should've said he was. Aware. You said he's faking it and he would drop yes. out before right. the first primary. What a dumb fucking. thing But if I he said. gets taken out of the, if he that's gets different, if I he can't, it's completely different. different. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, that's, that's why it's a push. I think I it's fair. It is fair. Yeah, <laughs> but I should have been unfair. <laughs> no, you should always be. I fair. need all. I need. I need all the help I can with this stupid bet. Look, you wouldn't have to pay five hundred bucks. So okay. Chances are much higher that you are actually going to have to pay me five hundred dollars. <laughs> J Mac was the one that look. We were going to bet a hundred bucks, but J Mac yeah. was like a hundred bucks. What's the point of even betting? I know he called me a pussy, and I fell for the peer pressure. <laughs> nice. Okay, that's great. Thank you, J Mac. No, thank you, J Mac. Sala for two dollars says Charles the third of his name twenty twenty four. There you go. Right. Uh, Steve Preston for ten dollars says Sitch, you're totally wrong about Matt Walsh being a white supremacist. Well, I didn't say he was a white supremacist. I said he was pushing for ethno nationalism. But I understand the. I'm quibbling by making that distinction. There's a difference between not wanting to be a minority in my own country and not and hating non-white people. I'm still S-class though. Well, thank you, Steve. Um, so, I think you could make that argument. I think. Uh, Matt could make that argument that he doesn't want to be a minority. Well, the want doesn't want to be a minority in his country or your country or however you phrase it. The phrasing is already kind of problematic on its front, on its face. Um, but the argument that he was making specifically about how there's no difference between race and culture to me says that he believes in some element of race realism so that's why i think he is even if he's not going to advocate for it he does think that there is some sort of behavior behavioral something that is inherent in people's race from that comment that's how i interpret that comment so man i hate that yeah not fun but thank you for remaining S-Class. Yes, yeah. Uh, Secta Magnus Soltis for $10. Thank you so much for the first Super Chat. Yeah. Thank you. Said, start law school. Well, congratulations. I have class tomorrow, so I must watch later. Today, my professor was advocating for children's suffrage to expand direct democracy. Adam still can hope. Look at that. 
As glasses, as glasses. Did you talk to your professor about custodial voting? You should bring that up in class. There you go. Tell him. Tell him a friend told you that fancy name. Too. They're not gonna. They're not gonna be on board with it. I can custodial voting. Predict, yeah. Well, I'd be curious what the professor thought because, okay. I mean, it would determine whether or not they were a Democrat or a Republican, right? Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? What? Uh, so Trump wasn't there. Is this going to hurt Trump? That he's not going to show up to any of these debates? No, I, I don't think it hurts him no. at all. Yeah. Everyone's running for vice for president. VP? Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I don't think you're, I think you're right. I don't think it's It's better happen. off him not showing up, honestly. Hmm. He has an air of, I'm above the fray. And actually going to the debate would damage that. Yeah, I think you're correct. I think the only way that he would be harmed is if if Avake could if Avake could have maintained his out of the gate energy and momentum and just been on fire the whole debate, then I think Trump would be in trouble. Um, but I don't. Vivek obviously didn't ma- maintain that. And he got beat up and shanked a bunch of times. So and if that, I'm assuming that will continue throughout all these debates. So yeah, I think you're right. I think it was a better move for Trump not to show up. Uh, Jay uh, that's why we 10... didn't talk about it. It's like obvious. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, Jay Bowman for $10 says, happy election stream. A-team wins. Woo! There you go. A-team. Come on, give me a good one. Err, A-team. Err. <laughs> give us your booty. <laughs> Steve Preston. Woo-woo. <laughs> A-team. Woo-woo. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, Steve Preston. Ara, ara. <laughs> That's the A for A team stands for R R. Oh yeah. Ara uh, team. Ara. Ara Ara team. Jesus. Steve Preston for two dollars says the biggest Vivek fail, global harming a hoax. What? Yeah, I mean that's I mean a lot of people on the right believe that. He's definitely charging, he's definitely channeling right wing uh internet energy. Going full on global warming hoax. So. I had the exact same reaction though steve i did yeah i was like what the fuck like even most most republicans accept that global warming is real and man-made and or at least they, man accelerating i don't know if i'd say man-made but right but they you know they've read born lomberg i think it is and yeah they just they're there's they have a different solution set for climate change and they think obviously the democrats are i don't know if i kind of alarmists over it i think there is a faction of republic of right and republicans who think climate change is real but they think the left is drastically over exaggerating it or hyperbolizing yeah that's what i'm saying and they think the left solutions suck but i think there's still a huge amount of people on the right that just think the whole thing is just fake okay but so I don't think those those people are going to vote for a Republican no matter what. So, well, yeah, but are they going to vote for Vivek versus someone else? Right? So that's. Well, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Yeah. He's saying, "Give me the crazes." Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's going to help because I don't even know. Help in the general. Was Trump? um, I know he he kind of blamed. He said it was kind of like China 
don't know if did he ever say that like climate change was just a full on hoax that strongly. I don't remember. Trump? No. Yeah. I don't, I don't think what so. Position was. That the climate change if one of the oh well, I guess this would only this could only be in an ad if one of them become the nominee, right? Cuz I just I just feel like the Democrats are going to they're going to seize on that climate change. Well, if he's the VP, right, or something, you know. Sure. Which I don't think it will be, but I just the Democrats are going to be running ads like, "Look, the Republicans all don't even believe climate change is real. Look at these dumbass Republicans." Mm -hmm. They open themselves up for that in that section. Sure, but I mean, I don't think Vivek has a chance unless Trump gets convicted or something. But the fact that they all dodge—that's the thing. It's not just Vivek; it's all right. Of them. Yeah. I don't know. According to the internet, Trump did say climate change was a hoax at some point. So. Oh, really? So that's why Vivek yeah. said it. Right. He's like, Daddy Trump told me to say this. True. Uh, clown Moosey Bean for seven months says A-team is Bay-team. Look at that. Nice. Welcome to the A-team, Brigadier General. Clowny Moose Bean. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty Settle for $10. Says, I'm a vote red till I'm dead guy, but Vivek saying 18 year olds need to test to be citizens ain't cool. You're born a citizen regardless of IQ. Thank you, Dusty. Thank you. I do well, hope you're A team. To be clear, I don't know if he chat. said that they have to take a test to be citizens or if they had it, was it a test to to vote? I don't think, like, I don't think, did he say they have a test to be citizens or was it just a vote or is it just that he thought they should have the test just to take the test? I don't remember exactly what the the point of the test was. Do you remember? Making people take a test for anything is not cool, man. I mean, it's listen, I, I agree it's a bad policy. Obviously, if you have to make Americans take a test to be citizens, that's fucking insane. Look, if that was the position. Any old retard who's 18 years old gets to vote. I don't, I don't care. Look. Mm -hmm. Fuck these elitists. They, you're literally advocating for... It's just, it's dumb. Don't, don't okay, get me started let me ask, on the voting thing. I asked the Google AI, because the regular Google sucked. Said, Vivek Ramaswamy recently said all U.S. high schoolers should be required to pass the same civics test immigrants must pass to become U.S. citizens. Yeah, but does that mean that they have to do it to become citizens? Or what, what is the fuck? What, like, or what? What happens if they fail the test? Twitter sucks for $10, says... I would take Mommy Bobert over Haley, over Nikki Haley. <laughs> Mommy Bobert is, I mean, what? What do you mean by take? Twitter sucks. Are I mean, I would, about... I would finger take her too, <laughs> in a sense, if that's what you mean. As a, um, are we talking like to out on a date? Are we talking yes. to the as a president of the? United I would not States? take her as a president, but I would take her on a date. <laughs> Twitter sucks for five dollars. Says. It is absolutely based of Fox News to stream and your dollar ain't worth shit on live TV, lol. <laughs> is it? I don't get it. Well, I mean, they did play the part of the song in the debate. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Because yeah. I watched it on the internet. I'm so used to like nothing being censored. I didn't, You're right. I didn't even think about that. They had Selling Curse on Fox News. Well, it's Fox News. They're allowed the curse. It's cable. Oh, but, I guess um, you're right. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't even notice that. That's funny. There you go. 
Hobotastic for $10 says, I know you guys hate Vivek's Ukraine policy, but what do you think about the rest of his foreign policy and neocon foreign policy in general? What was his other, well, I don't, in this debate, he, they just talked about Ukraine. Did he even bring up any other foreign policy in this debate? Well, I think Vivek is a isolationist, basically. I think the, the meaning of the super chat is, are you for isolationism or foreign adventures? Well, no. So, no. Hobotastic said, what do you think about the rest of his for? Oh, oh, you're right. You're right. I misunderstood it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he is completely isolationist. I don't, I'm, I've you know, been pretty vocally against isolationist foreign policy forever. Right. Um, I mean, I, I think, I think you can strike a balance, but to me, neocon means you have to be super interventionalist, right? Like that's like the exact opposite of an isolationist. I think, you know, hearkening to Dev, I think there's a golden mean between neocon and just we're going to build up a wall, like a border and hide in our cave forever. Um, you know, and I said this a million times, if you if you just hide behind your walls in the cave, you create the power vacuum. If if the American monster hides in its American monster cave, then the Chinese monster is just going to start rampaging and taking over shit. And we don't want that. Yeah, I'm like, obviously, the, the gold mean, I completely agree with that. It's. I, I said this before, I differentiate Ukraine from Iraq in that you got to look where opportunities present themselves. If I mean, if you're a completely hands-off, you don't want to have anything to do with any other countries. I mean, I can respect that, but I do think there is this natural process where people don't like to live under authoritarian dictatorial regimes. And a lot of times, especially in the modern era where technology and, and all the weapons of war, are obviously in the hands of these ruthless dictators, sometimes if the people want a more fair and just society, they're going to need some help. And if America can be the Calvary when the people want and desire a more free and open society, I think it's it's cool if we are willing to do that. I Iraq was a huge mistake because the people weren't asking for any help. Like they weren't pushing for a free and open society. We were just kind of like, we're gonna give this to you. We're gonna kind of force this on you. And I don't. That doesn't work. That's not the way to do it. So. Ukraine, I feel like they were kind of pushing in that direction, and so it's just it's a it's a di completely different cost benefit analysis. Yeah, so, I mean, go yeah. ahead. I'll just say like you know, Iraq, you could look at it as like a civil war to some extent. You know, we come in and we but we created the civil war. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's 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 kind of like Russia. You know, Iraq is like Russia invading Ukraine. Only we're obviously on the right side of everything. Uh, so you know, we came in, you know, knocked off the leader wanted to knock off the leader and then kind of do what we wanted. And then we didn't let the, um, the bath party, right. Or whoever it was, I forget the, whatever the Hassan, uh, Saddam's party, we didn't let them kind of maintain some power. So they basically took all their weapons, hid in the Hills. And that was the Iraq war forever because of kind but of the, the Iraqi... but I'm saying it was, I'm saying it's essentially it's a civil war. 
Ukraine is not a civil war. It is a foreign country invading Ukraine and trying to take it over. So I don't think it's really comparable to think about these two things as the same uh, from an ideological or philosophical perspective. And Ukraine we, definitely wants our help. In Ukraine, though, the Ukrainian people were pushing more towards a free and open Western-style yeah, democracy, Obviously. free right. economy yes. situation. That's what started. That wasn't yeah. going on in Iraq. No, obviously all. not. Yeah. No. No, no, so no, no, no. I what I am saying is I agree. If the people are pushing towards that, you're more likely to get buy-in from the population if you well, give them a little help. And well, like, yeah, of course, because there this is not a civil war like Iraq. So we have a hundred like Ukraine right. has lots of buy-in. The fucking Ukrainians are fighting tooth and nail. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um where was I? Oh, Bryant Townsend for $10 says no one went after DeSantis because of his pure unfiltered Chad energy. <laughs> sure. He bent them all over and made them scream his name. DeSantis is going to be all our daddies, high rags and S class. It's best class. Time. I like your go. moxie. Um, That's true. Townsend. Uh, Brian Townsend for another $5 says Ron DeSantis and Brett Cooper 2024. Let's go, baby. Also, hi, Adam. I can't wait to read the comic at work while listening to the show. Nice. Wow, look at that. True I fan. Like a, I like a guy who yes. reads for leisure at work. Elusive Mayfly for $10 says, y'all get some clips of the debate. Kill the sound. Have Sitch narrate what the candidates are actually saying. His translations are great. Well, thank you. Yeah, glad you like them. That would be pretty funny. We, we, this was a lot of fun. Yes. 10 times more fun than the actual debate. <laughs> Caffeinated um, Tweaker for two Canadians says, I need to get back to editing. Have fun, guys. There you go. Cool. There's some good clips in this, CT. Don't I mean, they would have to be out tomorrow because it's going to be old news. Oh, you're it's right. Not so out I guess tomorrow, it's not going to yeah. happen, yeah. The, uh, the, uh, my recollection of Pence slapping <laughs> people across the face with the Bible I'm not stuff. even, you know, I don't. If you did a clip of that, I don't even know that it would get a lot of views. People would be kind of confused by it. They'd be okay. like, "What I is guess this?" You're right. Then I guess there wasn't any good clips. I mean, it is fun. I had a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. We we got yeah. over a thousand live viewers. I know. Which I don't think we did on our last one that we did like okay. this. So, but I mean, we're we're gonna continue to do election coverage, right? I mean, I'm on the edge of my seat for this election. Selection is kind of. A, the most insane election ever. How is it not? Mm -hmm. The front, the front runner in the Republican primary is both an ex-president and potentially an ex-con. Uh, Kyle Vernon, that's true. Kyle Vernon for five dollars says, "Did you guys think Vivek is a genuine person, or do you think he's just telling people what they want to hear?" In my opinion, he's just repeating talking points. Um, yeah, that you know, I I didn't really have that impression until tonight. But my impression is, I I think he is just saying what what people want to hear, what he thinks people want to hear. My new nickname that's, that's is my impression for fake. Oh, instead of for fake, for fake. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I mean, yeah, I think it is fake. I think it's fake. So for fake the, is perfect. The fake, the fake, for fake, for fake. There you go, for fake. Yeah, Rama fake Swampy. Rama Rama Swampy. There you go. I like it. I guess Rama Slimy is better if he's a fake. For yeah. fake Rama Slimy. 
But Palm it's harder to say. Sounds better, yeah. It does, yeah. But everyone points out, what? He's the outsider. He's not a... I mean, isn't there a swamp in Silicon Valley? Yeah, but it sounds funny. Just go he's, with it. Don't ask questions. The, he's from the venture capitalist swamp. Mm-hmm. Kyle oh, Vernon. Oh. I'm actually very disappointed in Vivek. Him basically saying that we should give Ukraine to Russia and give Taiwan to China is a complete letdown. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, I agree. We covered Vivek when he talked to David Pakman. And I mean, I liked what he had to say about identity. I just, ever since then, he hasn't said anything good. I know. Well, he said some good things. Um, I'm disappointed because it seemed like he was in that conversation with Pac-Man and other places I'd seen him. He seemed like he really did want to sort of unite America under some kind of, you know, banner of American identity. And right. Just, which he still said, but Unfortunately, his prescriptions the, are like really wacky in my opinion. So, Unfortunately, the identity he wants to unite people under is in the Fed and raise the voting age. Yeah. So not a fan. Uh, Caleb the Cynic for three months says, so who are you guys giving your ooze to for this debate? Are you going to stand for Vivek? Has Pence or Haley gained ground? I mean, as I, I said, you know, I guess if I had, if I have to choose, I would have chose Haley from this, mm -hmm. uh, from all this. Typical yep. goes for the woman with the ooze. That's true. I mean, listen, if you have to give an ooze to someone, are you going to give it to a woman? Right. Who else are you going to give it to? Mommy Bobert. You're going to give, well, she wasn't there. She was there in spirit. Okay, you're going to give your woo-woo to Scott, to Sleepy Tim? Sleepy Tim Scott gives no one's a woo-woo. <laughs> okay. Not even Mrs. Scott. Okay. Ouch. Harsh. I don't, you know, I don't think Tim Scott is married, which is what uh, everyone was saying is a dig on him. Because he's too boring. Maybe. <laughs> uh, Maybe see. there's another reason. Because he's gay? No, he's married. <laughs> Is he really? Well, I don't know. Let's see, Senator Tim Scott no, married. I, I he's not he's, married. Yeah. Oh, has he ever been married? Has Tim Scott ever been married? To, Twitter sucks for $2 says, I predict Haley dropping out. Wow. I guess we'll see if that's a... I, I really like predictions, so... We'll we'll hold you to that one. You think he's gonna? You think she's gonna drop out from just this debate? I mean, they still got long. I mean, obviously they're gonna drop out because she has no fucking chance of winning. But I don't. I don't think he's gonna drop out like soon. Twitter sucks for five dollars. Wait, oh. wait, 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 wait. According to the Sun, the very reputable uh, publication, says according to Daily Mail, Tim Scott previously campaigned as a as a proud thirty year old virgin. <laughs> No way. And promoted his devout Christian faith as a selling point. <laughs> no way. Isn't that I'm hilarious? So glad you looked that up. Right. It's amazing. Uh oh. though it says this this change when he was forty five years old after he won a seat in the US House rep. He He got laid? He reportedly has a serious girlfriend. Oh wow. Who's Tim Scott's serious girlfriend? But I mean, look. He's still a virgin, right? Because he's not married. That's a good question. It's a good question. What changed? He he got look. He held hands or something. <laughs> oh no! I don't know. It's a good question. 
Oh, that's so bizarre. Anyway, Twitter sucks for $5. Oh, I don't expect an abortion ban will happen, but that's a policy that, that differentiates conservatives from your average moderate Republican. Hmm. Huh. I mean, maybe. Is it? I just, I wonder if that's a, a central part of conservatism. I mean, it is now. I don't know if like it has to be, right? Right, yeah, because the but, tradition I mean, it definitely can change. Is. Twitter sucks for $2. Just tell me who I should vote for. Trump 2024. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you tell, you're telling us who you're going to vote for. Right. Twitter sucks for $2. Adam. Where's the wife uwuu reaction video, huh? Oh yeah, what happened? I forgot. I you didn't, forgot. I didn't oh, say the uwuu. You fucking asshole! Listen, we'll so why don't you guys tweet me or Adam tomorrow? I'll try to remember both tonight. of us, and I'll DM Adam. Okay. Look, my wife. If we ever wrap up this live stream, I'll right. I might be able to try it out. Twitter sucks for two dollars. I totally called Sitch picking Haley. Oh. Look at that. Well, obviously, she was On the, the most moderate one. Look at this weird... Okay, this, I find Since this weird you're article. Just, you're a mo Why aren't you a conservative? You're so moderate. I don't get it. The weird article says, For Senator Tim Scott and Chief of Staff Jennifer DeCasper, a close bond and divine partnership. Oh, no. And she's pretty young and cute. Oh, is she? So, well, cute for the world of politics. Um... <laughs> Oh my God, so you're such a troll. I know. So she said, um, so they said, she said, if you ask the Senator how we ended up together, he will tell you it was divine. Neither of us knew anything about the other. I had a terrible interview. I knew nothing about the South. I should not have been hired. And yet I was still hired. <laughs> this is not oh, looking wait. good. No way. This okay. Is not looking good. So I've read Tim Scott's book because yeah. of course I have, right? Of course you have. Yeah. Did he in talk the, about this? Yeah, he talks about a staffer that he hired. Yeah. But in the book he doesn't frame the staffer as his girlfriend. No, no, no. This is not his girlfriend. She just said he hired her. Like this is exactly the story that he tells in the book about the staffer. Oh, okay. Tell me the story. What did you what what did you just say about the staffer? About the woman. No, when she says, when you ask her how we ended up together, I think she means, she doesn't mean together in a relationship. She means together, like working together. Oh, okay. This isn't, I don't think this is his girlfriend, but okay. what I'm suggesting so is this that. So this is a staffer. This is what gotcha. I'm suggesting. I'm suggesting one of two things. Either one, he is 100% fucking the staffer. Or mm. he's gay. Okay. Because I don't understand how you describe your relationship this way. He also said um, it was a Scott regarding to this said it was a God thing. Honestly, I knew the Lord had a plan. <laughs> look, we're like talking about like hiring this lady. Well, like, that's weird, right? She went on the job interview and had like thought she did terrible. And mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why he devotes so much of the book to this staffer but he said it was like the worst very... interview i've ever done in my life i ended up crying in the interview because he touched a heartstring oh yeah yeah i, yeah. I, I just stopped now. the interview completely and he asked do you want to talk about why you're crying and i said no i just want to be done with this interview 
Yeah. Interesting. But that's not his girlfriend, right? No, supposedly. Maybe though. Uh, oh, look. Oh, here. I is. don't know. I'm just saying, man. This seems sus. I think they're. Ba- I think they're banging. This relationship seems very unusual to me. So Sounds that's, like it. That's my theory. That's my theory, and I'm sticking with it. Oh my god! You sent me the pictures. What I just pictures? looked it up. Oh, All right. You looked... Here's Ramaswamy putting his finger up, doing the wind thing. Look, he's smiling. I don't think he's doing anything. I don't. Okay, I think you misinterpreted. I think he's asking to speak. I don't think he's doing the wind thing. Oh, no. He was doing the wind thing. Okay. I mean, it's kind of wild if he was doing the wind thing. Because it doesn't even make sense. He's doing the, he's doing he's the which doing way the is wind the wind thing. blowing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, SB Elite for five dollars says Chris Christie that bigger supports the riggers was a fudge round. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, also, Vivek is right wing Obama. Also, the word nincompoop is censored. Really? That's weird. I wonder why. Yeah, I, I think calling him right wing Obama was a big miss, in my opinion. Um, but you already talked about why. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Anything else? Oh, is it the is that it? Nice. That's it. All right. This was a lot of fun. I guess we'll I don't know when the next event is, but obviously we'll cover it. Let us know in the comments if you enjoyed uh this way of covering it. We kinda had to Fox News is being completely ridiculous about streaming the the debate or playing clips or saying you can't play more than four minute clips so other people might have streamed it. i didn't really check i just figured we would just do it this way i feel like it was a success but let us know in the comments if you think it was a success were people or... streaming the debate i didn't, I didn't check. look i didn't look yeah i don't know it was Sometimes... better for me because i could you know focus my full attention on the debate and yes and uh i feel like this was a great success so well sometimes um I mean, people were streaming it. Maybe we could have gotten away with it. Sam Cedar fucking streamed the entire debate. Did he? Yeah, so. Well, I don't, I'm not sure that, I feel like we had better reactions this way because I wouldn't be like streaming in the chat and all that stuff. I could right. just focus on the debate and then right. we could recap it. Yeah. But no, it's I, fine this way. It's fine this way. Let us know in the comments what your take is. I feel like it was good. Yeah. Um, anything else, or? Uh, see you guys all on Sunday. I know what we're talking about. Are we on? Anyways, is there an EFAP this Saturday? I feel like maybe. Oh shit! I think there is. Are we Isn't it the anniversary? Yeah, I told Mauler I would go. I just never coordinated with you on. Yeah. He sent field. I forgot to time, respond. So because I'm a bad friend. That's okay. It's okay. But I think, yes, Sitch and I will both be on EFAP. That's right. It's All right. Their big anniversary. Anyways, thank you all for coming. Thank you all for your incredibly generous donation. You who made it to the end of the stream, you are the true superheroes. You are the true fuel seekers. You are the true enlightened centrists.
SP Elite for two dollars says random curveball. Wagner leader got assassinated. There you go. Anyways, we'll see you all. We'll probably both be on EFAP at some point on Saturday, and then we'll see you all on Sunday. Bye bye. Oh, woo woo. <laughs> arr, arr. <laughs>